Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to the year's first episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And as you can see, folks, we're doing all camera today, all up close and personal. Some people making special appearances because other panel members are out, you know, doing family things. Uh, we are expecting Risk It for the Biscuit uh, from the Xbox Ultimate podcast to join us. Uh, we're also going to have, uh, you know, Everborn Saga joining us momentarily. Uh, Crispy Bomb, I think, is still a little bit under the weather, so we will get him back hopefully next week. Uh, Kayasante is going to be on vacation with his family for two weeks, so we'll get him back in a couple of weeks. But, folks, what a, what a way to open up this year's first primetime gaming with some knee-buckling from the FTC, folks. Uh, we're going to get into that. It seems as if the hard stance... That was originally put out there for us to talk about and, you know, discuss. They seem to have backed off a little bit just based on the first pre-trial hearing that happened yesterday. Uh, Fable in the news. And I don't understand why uh, it, it's constantly, Fable specifically, is constantly being uh, beaten down. And we have not seen the game outside of a small trailer. Mm -hmm. uh, we did have some 4chan, you know, uh, hilarity, if you will talking about how the game has switched engines. Uh, and uh, and I will say this, uh, we are going to open up with Fable Talk, and the reason why I want to open with it uh, is because I am very privileged to have uh, to know someone that's working on the game. Um, and they reached out to me uh, to clear the room, to clear the air of the, uh, the false rumors, and I do have some information I want to put out there for everyone to, to, to get excited about this game because it's going to be something special. It's one of my most anticipated game outside of the eventual uh, announcement of Banjo-Kazooie, whenever that's going to be. Uh, I am a big uh, Fable fan. I have been since its inception on the OG okay. Xbox. Uh, I have unbelievable faith in Playground Games. I think what we're going to see from this team is exactly what we saw from Guerrilla Games. Guerrilla Games was a team known only for uh, Killzone. And then they came out with Horizon Zero Dawn, and it blew everyone's eyeballs to the back of their heads. And I believe, based on uh, what I know, is go it, it, that's going to happen with Fable. Uh, mm -hmm. So we'll get, we'll get into that. But let's get into the introductions and start first with Steel Rain. I needed a powerful voice, and here you are, brother. Welcome. <laughs> Boom, that's those words are just so precious to be. But with that being said, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is I and I am here, the one and only Steel Rain. And I'm just here to bring that live, raw, and uncut perspective. Um, as I say, that RTS view, real-time strategy, pulling ourselves out of the world, look at the darker crevices of the map, pulling those resources together to build up that foundation. Boom, you got some fire topics to get into, a lot of heated debate that could potentially happen tonight so um with that being said man i'm excited to get to it and there's so many lovely people in the channel man so let's get to it man yeah thanks so much for that hargi chani you i i know that you're devastated because the holiday's over that means back to work Ooh. <laughs> yeah get to work already <laughs> how you feeling hargi yeah i mean whatever right so it's not like <laughs> i you know freaking do hard labor so <laughs> Uh, you know, you just have to add the little work time and then you can go back to gaming, right? So, uh, but happy new year, everyone. Um, so yeah, let's hope it's a really good year for Xbox, but uh, actually it's going to be a good year, I think, for all of the platforms. Yeah. Uh, really looking forward to Zelda. Uh, I'm sure Nintendo has other things coming as well. And uh, and we'll see what PlayStation has to drop once uh, 
they start talking as well because <laughs> both yeah. Xbox and them have stopped talking. Yeah, uh, so. well, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think Sony's been in a holding pattern for a while. I think once the ABK deal is done, you're going to see them spring into action. Yeah. They're going to make an announcement of their... Uh, I, I would imagine that their first game show that we didn't get uh, last year is going to be something of legend. Uh, they're yeah, gonna I'm sure every, it will be. Everything sure is going right. to be out the bag. Everything yeah. that they're working on is going to be put out there. You know, someone knows how to put on a good show. They know how yeah. to get the fans excited. Uh, so that is probably going to happen. But right now, you know, they're, obviously they're limping around and uh, yeah. they have to play waiting dead. for Microsoft to get the red card. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I think like, to your point, I think it's basically like whatever Microsoft does their showcase a little bit later, you're going to see the Sony showcase uh, to answer. And uh, and yeah, they're going to drop some hammers, right? We already know like from from Konami telling us that there's a Silent Hill remake coming, right? And right. and that was because Konami's like, we don't want to stay silent. We're going to tell them. <laughs> so they went out and do it, you know, but we know there's going to be other hammers they're going to drop. So uh, yeah, looking forward to it, right? That's what you want. You know, like go back and forth, get us entertained and, you know, like get us hyped up for everything that's coming, right? So uh, that's the whole point. So yeah, I hope 2023 we're not having this holding pattern stuff. <laughs> like we finally have. I don't Something think. To talk hype. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually think that this is going to be the year that Xbox really does step from behind the shadow of Sony. Yeah. Uh, for a yeah. multitude of reasons. Uh, yep. I think that if you look at first party, which is supposed to deliver big, right? Uh, we know that Game Pass is going to deliver absolutely astounding titles yeah you no know, second third party and and indies and then when you add to the this beautiful banana boat sunday a cherry on top in the form of abk it is it's a year that i don't yeah. think microsoft could ever repeat i can be honest with you it's going to be it's going to be hard to beat i think anyone is going to be hard to beat what microsoft potentially has lined up and again of course that's still you know, we're going to get into the FTC stuff because, like I said, it does seem like they bent the knee a little bit. Uh, and this is only pre-trial one. Uh, but we'll get into that momentarily. Wandering Dutch, what's going on, brother? We know we only got you for an hour today because you got an early meeting. So we're going to get right into the nitty gritty. And we'll go to you first on Fable. And then we'll go to you first on the ABK situation so we can get you in and out. How you feeling, brother? Happy New Year. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. First podcast back tonight for the new year for us and for prime time. So, um, looking forward to to both. Well, look, really enjoyed the first one and uh, looking forward to this one. So, yeah, and looking forward to jumping in with these fine gentlemen as always. Uh, and great to see Steel on on the show as well. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be a good show nonetheless. And the mag, what's going on, yes. brother? How you feeling? Happy New Year. Yes, happy new year, everybody. It's a, you know what? I'm excited to be here tonight. Look at this panel. Okay, we got Dutch, we got Hargi Chani, and then we got, by the way, if you've ever played a first-person shooter with Steel Rain, <laughs> it is oh, the most man. embarrassing thing I've ever been. I'm like, I'm sitting there going, I got three kills. And he's like, I'm at 47. And I'm like, how is this even possible? Anyways, it's unbelievable. The guy's incredible. Steel Rain, it's always an honor to do a show with you, brother. It's always great to do it. Boom, of course, you know, being our showrunner, happy new year. We got a lot of big things to come up this year. We're going to E3 this year. Indeed. So, you know, it's going to be it's gonna be a hell of a party, you know? So, uh, anyways. We got some great topics. We got some great things to get into tonight. Let's get into the show. We we might have to uh, put together a skit while oh, we're in LA. What do you think the pony? What do you think the unicorn horn wasn't coming with me on the trip? I, I, I'm just saying that uh, Xbox 420 versus uh, uh, Pony Master 420 could oh, potentially happen in, actually, in in a battle royal type situation. I might have to buy. 
I might have to buy one in LA because I'm just thinking to myself, security's going to see that horn inside my <laughs> inside yeah. the luggage, what and then the happening? Americans are going to drag my ass away. They'll be like, "Get him out of here!" Yeah, so it's like, yeah, so I, I think I might just have to buy it in LA and I'll dump it in a in a garbage bin before I leave. But anyways, yeah, anyways, it's going to be a hell of a time. we got a lot of things to talk about. It's going to be a monumental year for gaming, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what happened. You guys remember, it was only a year ago that at this very time we got that phone call going, Microsoft just tried to buy Activision. Remember that? It was in January. So yeah. you know what? You never know. It's going to be a hell of a year. So anyways, guys, let's get excited. Let's get into it. Well, listen. Let, let let's open up with the uh, the fable controversy. Uh, obviously, I, I don't know how it got as much steam as it did. It's four chan, folks. Uh, if you oh. if you consider four chan to be a source, you are misled. I can assure you, four chan is. Uh, I mean, yes, have they gotten some things right? Sure, uh, but it's 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 single digits uh, as opposed to something as big as fable coming from Playground Games. Uh, they uh, this 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 came out on the socials. It ran ran across social media like wildfire, and of course was immediately put out by several of the uh, you know the the big time uh, journalists like mm-hmm. uh, Jess Corden uh, that we know, and he called it false. Uh, but I, the reason why I'm bringing it up tonight is because, like I said in the opening, I'm very fortunate. I don't have a lot of connections, folks. This is still a very small channel, but I have s- several friends in the industry. One of which is a verified source uh, mm-hmm. that is uh, working on uh, pay, the Fable project. Yes, um, and uh, Steel Rain knows who I'm talking about, and we are good friends. And why I want to talk about it is because I want to calm a lot of the fears. Uh, they reached out to me, and they basically told me that uh, they were very disappointed with what has come out now, and that's the thing that that, that that's frustrating. I I, I think we. We get so we sometimes forget that human beings actually make these games, right? It's not yes. done by a computer. It's made by many and talented men and women in the industry, right? And they read so- social media. They see mm-hmm. these things going on. And when you are working 10 hours on a project and you see these kind of talks coming out there that you know are false, it, it's hurtful. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's hurtful. It's, it, it detracts from what you're trying to do. So I, I, I again, it's like fortunate enough to know the said person. They reached out to me and they wanted to clear the air. They wanted to let me know because, I, I you know, again, talking with them, they, they, they understand that Fable is one of my most anticipated projects currently at Microsoft. And I said jokingly, the only thing that could beat it is a Banjo-Kazooie because I'm a big nerd. I, I like the bird and the bear and I eventually yeah. want my Banjo-Kazooie and hopefully we'll get it. But for me... Out of all the projects that's going on at Microsoft right now, it is, it is Fable. Fable for me is the one. Uh, we've heard the uh, uh, Cognito, good friend of the program, good great friend of the community, said that you know the hashtag just one. That that's what he's waiting for. This is my hashtag, just one. Um, I want Fable to be as show-stopping as it was when we first saw Horizon Zero Dawn. I I, I remember watching that E3 and seeing that, and I said, I, I, I can't believe what my eyes are seeing, right? Like, I was blown away at how she was pinning down these dinosaurs, jumping all over the place, there's sparks, there's pieces flying all over the place. I said, right. that can't be a real game. It turned out to be a great game. Right? One of my favorite games uh, on a PlayStation 4 uh, that year. Um, but So, again, speaking with me, 
anonymously. They reached out, and I and I, and I, I have a, a specific quote that I want to read. Um, and they and basically they say this, folks. As someone who works on Fable, the current rumors are not true. It is playable, and we're working through making the open world game playable. But it's currently looking beautiful, and people are going to flip when it's shown. End quote. Now, again, there's not a lot there, but there's enough for me personally to know besides this on the background that this game is going to be what a lot of people are expecting or constantly see on a Sony platform. Those lifelike real type of graphics, an environment that you look and you around and you see the wind blowing and, 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 and flowers are, 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 are going in the wind. That is what you're going to get. So I, I'm just curious, you know, to get the panel's temperature on this. And I'll start first with Steel Rain. Steel, obviously, this game is important to uh, Xbox uh, because it's an IP that, in my opinion, is legendary uh, for mm-hmm. the brand. Uh, mm-hmm. I know people will say, well, you know, you have your Halos and you have your Gears and you have Fable's your Forzas. But there's something about Fable mm-hmm. that does ring a bell for me and do and does all the check marks. And mm-hmm. I'll never forget the first time that I ran into one of those those werewolves in Fable 1. <laughs> and I, I, I was just... I couldn't believe the magic and, and, and the way the magic worked and, and the way the combat worked and the way you were able to literally change the way you look based on your decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, for me, it was pure magic. Uh, when you hear that, you know, first of all, the, the, the rumors of them changing the engine, that was the, also the other big thing. Right. I can assure you Moving that unreal. as of today, that's not happening. It has not been changed to Unreal Engine 5. It is, in fact, the Forza Tech engine, and that's as of today. Now, does that change tomorrow or three weeks from now? I, I couldn't tell you. I'm not working on the game, but right now, today, it is using the Forza Tech engine. What are your thoughts on this, you know, of, of the re- revelation that there's there's nothing to see here, folks, about that? <laughs> well, I mean, as far as these things go, I mean, nowadays, it always comes across as though there's somebody wanting to stir up some kind of news about these, uh, about games in development, right? Um, especially when it's a game like Fable, where it is in a state where in the people's minds, outside of the hardcore per se, um, it is going to really need to hit to open to open itself up to a wider audience um, because it is kind of further removed. I want to almost say a decade at this point. With that, I mean, in hopefully me and you do have the the same source um i do believe i know you're speaking in reference to but as far as i understand it i i have to agree with everything that that he stated um or that they stated i should say because in this case it is a nothing burger if it's coming from 4chan and again Anything could come from anybody and anywhere, and there may be some truth in that. There could be some uh, underlying issues. Uh, there's a, maybe a, a a game-breaking bug that's part of it right now, and they're trying to figure it out. There's a lot of games that don't come together until that final week, um, that last push, and that very well could be the case here. Who knows? Um, but in the speculation of it all, if I had to guess, right, and again, I like to take the educated consumer perspective, ECP, for me, knowing what we have gotten out of Playground thus far, they ha- have made the best arcade simulation racer to date. History of gaming. In, let, let, let's, in, call, let's call a spade a spade. It. Yeah. In Forza, in Forza Horizon. Mm-hmm. One, great. 
them as a dev studio, I have no doubt that yes, although they're going in a much different direction, the attention, the detail that they put into the cars, into the environment, into things that necessarily don't matter when you're doing 200 miles an hour through Mexico, through um, whatever country that they end up choosing is a marvel in itself. So to me, I just leave it at the hands of the studio. Um, I have faith in them. I don't have any reason to doubt them. And again, uh, based off our source, I'd have to I'd have to listen to them and see whether they're going to speak for themselves or not. So I agree. I, I agree. Like I said, I have confidence in the verified source. I have confidence in Playground Games. Uh, Wandering Dutch, I want to go to you next, brother. You are a huge fan of Playground Games. Um, and obviously, when we all, for, at least for me, I did the I did the old eye roll when I saw the yeah. the people reporting on the changing it to Unreal Engine Five. They've rebooted it. It's all the work went to nothing. It was just such ridiculousness. Um, when you hear that uh, someone that's attached to the project is quoted in saying, "When when the public finally sees this game, you're going to flip." What kind, what kind of confidence do you have that uh, Playground is going to deliver? No, uh, in Playground, it's one of them. It's one of them developers that you have. Uh, Sony have a couple of them. Um, Insomniac being one of them, you you just know whatever Insomniac put out, it, they're going to deliver. It's going to be a great game. It's going to play great. It's going to look great. Um, uh, Playground Games is 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 one of those studios for Microsoft. Whatever they put out is absolutely going to be of the highest quality. Not only is it going to be one of the highest quality, it's going to be a technical showcase. It's going to be a visual showcase. It's going to play great. Um, yeah, it's to be honest, I've seen the rumors and uh, I spent a lot of time kind of dissuading people from the idiocy that was in that 4chan post. Mm -hmm. um, primarily the Switch, the, the Switch, and I know this, even though some indie developers were trying to have an argument with us, the switch from the Forza Tech engine, a highly modified version of the Forza Tech engine to Unreal Engine 5, is far more complex than just a simple overnight switch. And it's not something that would be able to be completed. And we're talking this rumor was a ground up start again. Yep. The game is starting from scratch on Unreal Engine from 2022 and releasing in the fourth quarter of 24 yeah, no. that is physically an impossibility to be able to push 100%. out yeah an open world triple a game of that quality within two years um especially with a, a very large engine switch in there um and the same person that you're speaking about who worked on the game um also jumped in my chat this evening and when we were speaking about fable um and mentioned when we were speaking about the engine specific, specifically the engine differences, and, mm -hmm. and it said it would it would be a, a big headache to to change what would be required for some of those custom scripts mm -hmm. that yeah. they've got in there. Specifically with some of the assets, it wouldn't be a case of just being able to get them to work. You would lose a lot of the stuff, so you have to redo them or create them from scratch. Um, so it it's the, the the whole time frame thing that was put on there was hilarious. <laughs> um, but the this the fact that they put oh it, it's been scrapped and started from scratch. I was like, there's absolutely no chance. It's rubbish. To say no the least. Playground games of all people would scrap their own engine, which has worked absolutely beautifully for them, and they've modified significantly 
to just work on Unreal Engine 5. Who, who better to use their engine than Playground Games? I'm just saying. Than themselves? Yeah. yeah. And you've already heavily modified it, so why would you go and heavily modify Unreal and spend why would more you change like, it? I don't, I just, yeah. Especially that timeline. I think that's what really threw it out of the window is that type of timeline. Like, come on, really? But, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, well, listen. And obviously, the I'm I'm the same type of person. I know I know you'd probably want it yourself, but I've obviously I created a custom Fable series. You sure did, brother. One of the best in the business. For it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's that's I obviously I'm I'm waiting to make use of it properly and actually play Fable on a Fable console. But you know, <laughs> when that time comes, uh, it will be glorious. So yeah, no, I, can't I absolutely agree. Yeah, it, it, again, it's. One of one of the 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 besides being uh, you know so in tune with the community, right? I get to meet so many different people, uh, eat from every race, creed, color, sexual orientation. I love it. I, I think it's fantastic to be able to be inter- to interact with so many different people. Even the smaller guys like us get a chance every now and again to run across a developer or three. I know I I know a few. I don't know a lot, but. I was not concerned at all with the rumor when I first heard it. But uh, what got me excited is knowing how much love is being poured into this game, how precise everything is being accounted for. It tells me that when this game releases, whenever that may be, and, and, and we're, 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 you know, we're, we're hearing, and again, it's just a rumor that it might be you know, second half holiday 24, is what's potentially being targeted, which makes a lot of sense because if you look at Microsoft's timeline, it's bonkers, right? Like, you know, if, if Hellblade closes 23, Avowed is expected to open 24. And how do you close a 24 with, a, you know, with, with a game bigger than Fable? I don't know. It's hard to say, but it, it, that would be a, a, a serious pair of bookends to open up Obsidian and Avowed for 24 and to close with Fable with playground and 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 again the game has been in development for quite some time so we will see but rest assured uh, a lot of us uh, have it on good authority that uh playground games is handling uh the 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 reboot of the fable franchise with class and precision hargeet let's get your opinion on this brother obviously uh you've heard what the developer had to say to a lot of us uh which is great uh i'm very excited that uh they feel comfortable talking with us they feel you know they have trust um when you saw the report and it was immediately destroyed within like two hours i think it was destroyed uh you know it it, it was it was a laughable report and obviously i it, I, I even think that the post has been taken down which is good for them uh what, what are your thoughts on this what, what what are your expectations knowing that someone is saying when we see the game we're gonna flip yeah, I mean, Fable is a, a fun franchise, right? I, I've, I've liked the the, the series, the, the trilogy they had. Uh, they did some other ones that, uh, you know, was it like Fable Legends or something? I don't know. They were, they were trying to do other ones, that, uh, and then the Legends. Connect one, and they weren't really there. But uh, mm-hmm. 1, 2, and 3 were really good. Uh, I think 1 and 2 were really good, and 3 was it was decent. It was still good enough. Um, and, you know, the, the uh, co-op progressed and got better as they went along in the yes. series. Yeah, um, and I'm hoping that you know the next one is is um, is going to do co-op. Uh, look, those are the kind of things that potentially might push them to a, a different engine. But uh, you know, if they can handle it within the engine, they've been updating the engine to handle these things, and they do mm-hmm. have some level of of co-op play already in Forza Horizon Five, for instance, right? So they do some level of that today. 
So they just have to kind of retool things. So I, I think everything's there. Um, the only concern would be if you don't have enough developers, right? They have to kind of expand right. to another team and it may be difficult for them to find talent. Um, hopefully they've made the engine easy enough to be able to use uh, for those coming in. Um, and so if, if that was what the reasoning was, fair enough. But, uh, you know, it, if they can handle it within the same engine, that's all the better uh, because it makes the talent within those two teams pretty good. Turn 10 and, and Playground, right? They, they, uh, they know that Forza Tech engine pretty damn well. Um, so that would, like, you know, if that was an issue, that would be the only reason to, to look at another engine. Uh, but the flip side is Forza Tech is, is pushing their systems better than anything else except id Tech. Right. So and yeah. every time I hear UE5 and I'm like, dude, you have id tech, you're going to get Call of Duty engine. And yeah. you're telling me those mm -hmm. are not engines that you should look at. How many people in the industry work on Call of Duty? It's it's so massive. And just yeah, imagine how many studios oh. they're going to get that could could make games with that. Right. And if you're mm -hmm. going to pick another engine at some point, that's got to be the one you look at. Uh, you know, it Call of Duty is based on it tech anyway, but uh, they have expanded that, enhanced it quite a bit. Right. And they're the ones delivering like ray tracing. They're the ones delivering 120 frames. You know, they're doing crazy things with those engines. Right. So those engines have done a lot. Right. So and not to pick on them, but 343's slip space has not done any of those things to the level. It does the 120 frames, but it has not gotten to the level that even Doom Eternal can give you ray tracing at what was it 60 i mean they they still they've pushed that thing they've done everything they can with that engine which is awesome right um so if you're going to start looking at other ones that's what but if they're doing it with with uh with the the forza tech engine great um the games look fantastic you you look at both forza motorsport that's coming out and you look at what they did with horizon 5 and that's a cross-gen game horizon yep. 5 yeah and it still is like and everybody who watched that trailer thought they were doing a panning video shot yeah. of a real life mm -hmm. you know this is this is a real you know video shoot and it was the actual game. and it was not it was the bloody game and you're like yeah. oh my god did that just show me the game holy crap that is unbelievable right <laughs> and, and, and they did it they delivered it you you play that exact scene at the beginning of that game and it's it's incredible what they pulled off in a cross-gen game with that forza tech engine so yeah i mean i'm and even if you look at the trailer right if that's supposed to be in engine just how good does that trailer look, right? It's amazing. Now, I don't know if that's what you're going to get or not, but if it comes close to that, damn. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just damn, yeah. right? Yeah. It, it looks really, really good. Um, so, yeah, I hope it, it you know comes. And, and, and the, the, as far as the 2024, uh, yeah, that'd be a great time frame as far as, like, I think they started 2018-ish, right? So, yeah, 2018, like, yeah. It gives them you know, about, about enough time to potentially have the game. It may take longer than that, but to punctuate that, ABK happens. 2024's right. end includes a Call of Duty in Game Pass and a Fable. Dude, that is that is an insane, you know, fall lineup, right? <laughs> if they have a vow at the beginning of the year, throw in something else, right? Maybe Compulsion's game comes. You got four big games, right? But Call of Duty is a, a headliner on its own, and that's coming directly Current. to Game Pass. And you get, you know, a, a, a adventure Fable game with, with the Fable, back end of the holiday. Right? Just imagine that. that that's a massive fall, right? <laughs> so, this, this so, is yeah. this, this is the this is the Xbox forecast we've all been hate, hoping for, right? Like this is what we're looking for. First of all, let's welcome in one of the other best business uh, beers in the business. Brisket for the biscuit. What's <laughs> up, brother? Happy New Year. How you feeling? Hey, how you doing, guys? Happy New Year. Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah. Listen, dude, it's great to have you here. We're gonna get to you in a second. We got we got a lot to get into, and I know that you have been talking up the FTC shenanigans for quite some time on your show weekly. 
Uh, and we got some new information from yesterday's pre-trial that uh, it, it appears that maybe there's some bending of the knee with the FTC and Microsoft showing their fangs, which is something we were hoping that they would do. And yeah, they did it. Uh, but uh, let me bring in uh, the mag. Mag, listen. Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> you, you're, you, you love open world games. Uh, yes, you I do. You love Sony's third-person, story-driven, adult-themed type of games. In fact, you platinum most of them. I do. This this has a potential to be Ooh, one of those games that Xbox gamers have been waiting for, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you hear uh, a developer come out and, and mo- multiple shows, not just talking with me, talking with a lot of people to get clear the air mm-hmm. of the fact that it's staying with the Force Attack, that they are not rebooting anything. Mm-hmm. The game is open world. It is beautiful. We're going to flip when we see it. What, what, what confidence does that give you? First of all, it gives me a lot of confidence just because, not because of what he said, what they said, is because of the developers that are making the game. Uh, first of all, before I get into this, I just want to say uh, it's it's an honor to be the maid from uh, the Brady Bunch here because I'm stuck in the middle. I just noticed. <laughs> and then, of course, I happen to be in the presence of Jack Black at the bottom of the screen there. I love uh, it. I <laughs> I saw him come in. I'm like, is that Jack Black or is that? I'm like, oh, it's Risk It for the Biscuit. There he is. Never mind. (laughs) Anyhow, in all seriousness, listen, this game is going to be something. And when everybody asks me and they ask me, they're like, what do you look forward to with Microsoft Game Studios? What do you look forward to with, uh, with Bethesda and all that stuff? I said, you know what? Throw it all out the window. I don't care. Fable is the big game. Fable is the one that I'm waiting for. Fable is the one that my wife and I are literally got a candle in the window for waiting for this game. Okay. Starfield. Okay. It's going to be awesome. You know, the the other one, what the hell is the vampire one? Uh, Yeah. Redfall. I'm like, all right, I'll play those games and I'm going to play Starfield. You know, I'm going to love that too, but whatever. But the thing is the big one avowed, we know nothing about, you know, but uh, you know, except the guy's hand lights on fire, whatever. Anyway, the thing is Fable. And it's not because of the previous fables. It really isn't. I played all the fables, okay? I enjoyed them. I had a great time. You know, I got STDs from hookers. I did the whole nine yards, whatever (laughs) I had to do during those games. Great games, okay? Very similar to real life. Excuse me. Anyways, in all seriousness, they're great games. But the thing is, I look forward to fable because, A, I want a fresh start. And, B, I want to see what these guys can do because you remember it's been what five effing years yeah 2018 when phil Phil, or yeah when phil came out there and said and more on that later phil don't don't kill me that i I made fun of your voice i'm not making fun of your voice uh but that's what he said you remember that he said their open world expertise (laughs) is going to be put to the test in a new game more on that later. It's been five <laughs> years. Yep. So I want to see what they're going to do with that. And I knew, we all knew when he said that, we all knew what he was what he meant by that. We knew that it was going to be Fable. So the thing is, we were excited for it. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be stunning. Yeah. I think it's going to be a mix of uh, Horizon Forbidden West mixed with that Kenna Bridge of Spirits kind of like a- animation vibe. Like yep. maybe a mix of both, like that kind of thing. That's kind of what I'm leaning towards. I'm not mm. really 100% sure. I don't think they're going to go ultra-realistic like the, um, uh, what's it called? The, yeah. Assassin's, the Assassin's Creed series. I think they're going to go just slightly Pixar-ish, but 
with a tinge of that Horizon Forbidden West sort of vibe. That's what I'm kind of looking at, like really vibrant, colorful, incredible. Uh, there's, I think there's also going to be areas that are going to be dark and, you know, dark and dusty and and very goth and all that kind of stuff. I'm looking forward to it. Either way, I'm super excited. What did Matt, was it Matt Booty that was the one who was like going to wanted to show the game? Yeah. And the he developers are like, yo. said no dice. Yeah. yeah. They're like, yo, pump the brakes, dude. But he, look at if he's excited, and he's like, I want everybody to see this. I need everybody to see this. This is the kind of thing that you – this is what gets you excited. And that's not PR talk. That's not just him saying, oh, well, you know, uh, I'm going to – let me go, like, uh, you know, uh, stir up the stir up the hornet's nest a little bit and get people talking. I don't think it was about that. I think he was 100% genuine, like, holy crap, the world needs to see this game. And they need to see what these guys have done with it. Right, so I think it's it's that kind of thing. Now, the one thing uh, you did you did mention uh, uh, earlier, boom, when we started the show, you talked about how like you know the developers are people. Let's get into that controversy for a couple of seconds here. And you mm -hmm. know, said developers are people. These are not just like nameless, right. you know, faces that kind of do this kind of thing. You know, when I hear things like that, I uh, see I, you know, it's preaching the choir for me because you know being in the in the restaurant, well, but uh, previously in the restaurant business for almost thirty years, okay, mm -hmm. in the hospitality business for that long, it's the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, that's why I like I, I liken my situation to how these developers go through, what they go through, what they feel, and everything else. And people think, like, what are you talking about? You know, what are you talking about, Meg? Well, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. When a guy works 10 hours a day on your steak or on yeah. your food or on yeah. everything else, and then you sit there like a jackass and give him a one star because, you know, they didn't give you enough, um, I don't know, sauce on the side or something. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the kind of stuff. Okay, and that guy, you know what? And let me tell you something. We do read those reviews. Most of them yes. there are trash. Yep. Most of them are <laughs> yeah, just whatever. But the thing is, we just like, yeah, whatever, you know, troll. Uh, but, you know, that kind of stuff does happen. It's the developers go through the same crap year right. after year after year of slaving in front of those computers and, they're, mm -hmm. you know, going half blind from staring at those bloody blue uh, screens for, for years and years and years and thousands of hours just for some jackass to sit down and go, he oh, doesn't jump that high. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the kind of stuff that happens. And so, like, you know, th these are the things that uh, – th and what's happening here is exactly that. And what I what I see here is that silence is breeding contempt with people. Yeah. And I think that that's what, that's what it all boils down to. That's silence right. is breeding contempt. You're not hearing anything. You're not getting any news. Whether it's Xbox supporters or Xbox haters, when mm -hmm. you don't hear the news, they're getting pissed off. And because of that, the Xbox supporters are like, come on, man, throw us a bone here. It's been a bad year. Or the Xbox haters are going, throw us a bone so we can make fun of them. Right? Yeah. It's That's what I see. It's, 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 it, that's, that, that's the kind of balance you're looking at, right? But anyways, that's what's happening now. I'm, I'm glad that someone come out, came out and said something. We're going to see something about it. But yes, I, I do understand. There is a part of me that does understand, obviously. We're getting to the point where like, okay, guys. Yeah, no, we've been supporting you guys for a really long time. We've been doing a whole lot of shows. Can you please give us something like that we can chew on? Like, you know what I'm saying? Release these got these, you know, release these games already that are coming out this year. Give us dates or anything. Give us something to get this ball rolling. We've been looking forward to this ball rolling for a very long time. And we know that Fable's part of that lineup. I understand that Fable's going to be that ace up the sleeve, in my personal opinion. I think they're going to hang on to that game until Sony comes out yeah. with something hot. Like, mm -hmm. when Sony comes up with something really hot, they're going to release Fable then because you're going to want to take attention away. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anybody says about how Sony's not their competition. It is, it is about the, market share, for sure. 
It yeah. is, right? So imagine this, boom. Imagine they got Wolverine coming out, and every you know, Wolverine is the talk of the town. Yeah. You want to launch Fable somewhere around the six-week mark of Wolverine. Let's I'm just pulling out Wolverine as an example, right? It could be anything, it could be Last of Us 3 or whatever the hell they're gonna do. Whatever. I'm just oh, Last of Us Part example. 2 remake, remastered. Or, or the is, remake. Is yeah, that's coming, yeah. that's coming too. That's 100, that's uh, 104 95 Canadian. With factions, Anyhow, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, factions gonna be 108.95, guaranteed. Oh, bet. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, th- you know, th- that's what I'm saying. So this is what I see. You hang on to Fable. Not too long, but you hang on to it long enough that, yes, you want to be able to steal that thunder away from that market share. I would say a six-week window of something that's, that Sony's going to drop that's going to be big, and that's what you want to do because you want to keep the focus on Xbox. Yeah, okay, you know, people are still going to buy. I'm still going to buy that Sony game, whatever the hell it is. But at the same time, you get the general public is going to look at it and they're going, you know what, I can hang on to that. I'll hold off on that Sony game for a few weeks because this just dropped. Right, and it's in Game Pass, and I don't have to spend all that money to do it. Mm-hmm. I'll play that now, and then maybe I'll wait for a sale closer to like, let's say, just after Christmas or something, and maybe I'll play that Sony game later on. Then that's yeah. what they want to do because you're trying to steal. Look at what Netflix and Amazon Prime and all these other, and then Crave, well, Crave in Canada, HBO Max for you guys, and all that kind of stuff that's that's going on. Right? What do they do? They do exactly the same thing. Yeah. They try to launch something within six weeks of each other that will take the focus away from Stranger Things or 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 House of the Dragon or yeah. Rings of Power, whatever. That's what these comp- these companies do. They try to do that to draw your attention away so that your focus is on that. If you're going to launch Rings of Power, then guess what? The Paramount Plus is going to be launching Yellowstone within 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 six weeks of that because they want the focus away from there and onto them. Right, and that's how that that's the video game industry is going to be no different because Game Pass is a subscription service, and that's what they're going to do constantly draw attention away. But anyways, long story longer. I just want to say I'm super excited. It is my number one Me anticipated too. Xbox game that's going to come out in the next five years. That is definitely going to be the one. So I look forward to it. I can't wait to see it. And my God in heaven, would it be absolutely incredible if they showed Fable while we're standing there in L.A.? I'm, I swear a new earthquake will happen that very minute. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Everborn Saga, are you back, sir? Oh, he's, he's still stepped away. Risk it for the biscuit. What's up, brother? First of all, let's talk Fable. You saw the controversy. Obviously, it came out of 4chan. Uh, we've, we've all spoken to uh, a developer. Uh, we, again, we don't know if it's the same person, but... We know that we spoke to a developer that had uh, uh, that had um, this to say. Uh, uh, as someone who works on Fable, uh, the current rumors are not true. It is playable, and we're working through making the open world game playable. But it's currently looking beautiful, and people are going to flip when it's shown. Now, this is coming from the same developer that after they were announced uh, in 2018 on the E3 stage by Phil Spencer as being acquired, they said, we want to become the best developers in the world. A lofty goal, sure, but one I think we can over, uh, we could only ever achieve as part of Microsoft. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on the, the, the clarity given by the developer who was tired of seeing uh, the, the, you know, the naysayers and, and, and the false information being thrown around? Uh, look, I didn't really put any stock in that at all I, I don't know if anyone noticed i didn't comment on it on twitter or i didn't have anything to say about it because it came from 4chan uh the original comment so you know it's as more it's more likely to be a load of bs than it is likely to be true 110 percent. like every time anything comes out of 4chan some some stuff does come out of 4chan and it's true um yeah. 
yeah, I think absolutely uh, what, what Mag was saying is, is true, uh, is that because we haven't heard anything, uh, people are just starting to make stuff up now. Um, but here's the thing that I think people just don't realize, and it's, and it's understandable how this room has kind of come about. I think a lot of people don't understand that uh, they've, they've pretty much built an entirely new side studio. Um, they brought yep. some of their developers across from you know the, the true playground or the original playground. Um, obviously to run the studios, but they've also brought a lot, lot of new people. Um, they don't teach that engine in in uh, like in school for development, so that's not a thing. So you usually uh, do C plus C sharp. Uh, you would normally do Unreal Engine, um, and you'll normally and possibly do Unity. Unity is not always taught either, um, but it's always it's usually C sharp, C plus, um, and Unreal is what you'll get taught. So it takes time. Uh, mm -hmm. to teach those developers how to use the tool set. The other thing is that engine was not tooled up to make an open world RPG. Um, it probably has some tools that are transferable, but it doesn't have all the tools that are transferable. So they've got mm -hmm. to build those as they go through the game. Um, now, when, they when people are talking a lot about the graphics and that developer did mention the graphics, is I never had any doubt that this game was going to be beautiful. I mean, if you've seen any of their games, one thing absolutely undeniable is they make beautiful games. That's mm -hmm. never been a worry for me. Um, people don't know that I'm a massive, massive Fable fan, like huge Fable fan. Played everyone. Um, and I was like the typical dude bro back in the day. So I played <laughs> Battlefield, COD. That's maybe about it. Like, and then when Fa uh, uh, Gears of War, uh, Halo. But then when Fable came out, I was like, man, this sounds really interesting. Because I don't know if you remember Peter, um, is it Molyneux? Molyneux? Um, he yeah. hyped that game. Like, yeah. you are going to be able to do this and it's going to affect that. Yeah. And then you can do this and it's going to do that. And like, I was super hyped. I'm like, wicked, man. I could be like a bad dude and it will affect everything in the world and me. Look, it came out, right? It wasn't quite that, but it was definitely a step in that direction. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, is what I'm excited about. And that's what I uh, want to see from Playground, is I want to see that realized. Because I think now we have the tech. Um, and we know this is going to be this current gen. So they have the tech to build out a crazy AI. They have the tech to build out a world that develops and evolves with you based on what you do. Um, that's what I want to see out of a fable. That's what was the most exciting thing about fable back in the day. And they hit it a little bit with two, like two had some of that stuff in it. I think it was the first time you could like marry someone. Um, I think you could get diarrhea from like eating stuff that was wrong. You could, you could get drunk, like all this stuff that was kind of brought in with fable. Um, and this is I, look, graphics. Great. But to me, gameplay is king. And, and I really do hope that Playground's focusing on that. And if they are, that's not going to be like a two-year game, man. If this mm -hmm. game takes seven years, that makes 110% sense to me. If they don't say anything about this game, it's because they're not at the point where they can. Uh, and I don't think they should have to. I don't think we should be, should be pushing developers bringing up rumors, sending D-picks, if that's your thing. Like, I don't think we should be doing any of that to get release dates or to get mm -hmm. squeezed developers <laughs> for more information than yeah. they want to give when they want to give it. Because when they're ready, they will give us the information. I don't want those developers to feel under pressure at all. What I want those developers to do is to give me an absolute banger of a fable. Like, fable has, like, high high expectations i think everyone on the panel has said this is my game it's my game too like i want this game like put every other game aside i want this game but i don't yep. want it rushed 
And I don't want people like making up stupid rumors, putting pressure on developers when they've got to defend themselves about a game that hasn't even been released yet. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a bit ridiculous to me. Uh, I never put too much stock in any of the rumors that come out um, immediately. Um, but one thing is for sure, this game is going to be beautiful. Yep. What I what I want to see is just a little. So I want these guys to push. This is the game to do it to push yep. the AI forward, to push the open world thing forward because it's been stale mm-hmm. for too long and fable is that game that can bring that forward into this gen um so if they do that man i'm i'm super excited for for a studio like playground could do it so i'm super excited for it i have more than faith in this game um yeah and i, I wouldn't listen to any of these rumors man until until playground comes out and says something i think ignore the rumors i, I didn't even respond to anyone i got hit on twitter with stuff I didn't even respond with it. Like, it's like, whatever, man. <laughs> hey, Risk It, can I just uh, add something to, to yeah, well, the yeah, yeah, let, 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 let's get Well, let's get your opinion, because you're the last to go here. Obviously, you're back. Congrat- Welcome for joining us, brother. We're going to get into the FTC stuff right after we're done right, with you. We're you you know, that's what to- I came for. <laughs> well, we're going to get to it, because we're, we're going to go to Wandering Dutch first, because he's got to get out of here in, uh, in about 15 minutes, because he's got an early meeting tomorrow. But g- give us your, your, your hot take on Fable. Fable's the one game... I think most people on this panel are through the roof excited about. For me, it's it it is like the pinnacle game coming uh, for Xbox first party. For me, uh, it's the hashtag just one that has uh, Cog uh, excited. Uh, what, what 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 for you? Wh- so, where does that where does that uh, you know uh, fill the role for you? So 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 here's the thing, right? Like I understand when people are questionable of 343's next move because you know they've let some people down not saying they let everybody down they let some people Mm -hmm. down um and i understand when people are questionable about compulsion or people who haven't delivered before but what has playground given us except excellence right if you don't trust matt booty that's fine trust playground games quality control Right. Mm-hmm. And for a studio that has given you nothing but 90 meta games or high 80 meta Slats. games, if they have any. Right. Can we not give them the latitude? When was the last time? And this is not to say anything negative, but how what is the delta between Naughty Dog games or uh, Polyphony games or uh, Guerrilla games? And we give them that leeway because they they deliver quality, right? So if we know that Playground Game has always delivered quality, I wouldn't say all of the does, but yeah, yeah, that's cool. Right. So 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 <laughs> if we if we know that um, Playground Games has delivered nothing but quality, and they just released a ninety meta game in, at the end of twenty twenty one. If it takes a few years for them to get to their next banger title, then so be it, right? So we can listen, we can talk about any sort of rumors they want. When the trailer comes out, then you can judge whether they're whether they're doing the right thing or not, mm-hmm. right? When right. when you get a release date and it, and it doesn't get delayed or it does get delayed, then you can talk about mismanagement or any of this. But playground games, there is zero reason to doubt anything that they've done so far, unless you can point to me a time where they effed up, and no one can. So yeah. I, to me, it's really as simple as that. Fable 
is in good hands. And if you didn't think they were in good hands because they've only done racing games, guess what they did? They brought in IDOS. Yeah, my IDOS Montreal is also helping with that. A lot of people yes. seem to forget about that, and that's a big deal. Uh, I mean, yeah. just look at what they did with Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, and that Great should game. tell you Great that's game. one of the best games from not last year, the year before, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. So, so, and and I'm not even going to add any more to that to that because to doubt to doubt playground games is to just doubt history and facts. Yeah. So if you <laughs> if if that's the side you want to be on. It's so the losing we, side. I will tell right. you that. <laughs> Listen, uh, let's let me let me catch up on. Uh, we have a new channel member, so I want to thank you for. Let me see. Let me just get to the private chat. Uh, King Webb, hey brother, thank you so much for becoming a channel member. I super appreciate that. The first super chat of the day comes the way of a very good friend of the program who sent me a GI Joe custom Xbox Series X controller, which oh, blew man. my freaking mind. Jimbo Jangles drops a very generous $10 super chat and says, hey, Boomin' Crew, I'm driving through beautiful Aspen, Colorado, heading home nice. from a work trip. Great views, a great podcast to keep me entertained. On my way back to Denver, it doesn't get much better. Thank you. Salute, brother. Drive safely and uh, appreciate it very much. Uh, Wandering Dutch, I want to go to you first. Uh, we're getting into the FTC stuff here. Uh, Idle Sloth, good friend of the program. The, you know, he's basically the internet sleuth when it comes to getting the information. He got all of the um, pre-trial information. Uh, he put it out there on the socials. Everyone's talking about it. But I think really what stands out, the, uh, there, there are two things that stand out on what happened at this pre-trial. One of which comes the way of Beth Wilkinson. Now, if you don't know who she is, she is the attorney representing Microsoft or one of the, the front runners for Microsoft's uh, legal, uh, you know, legal uh, team. Uh, and she told the uh, administrative judge, Honorable uh, Chappelle, that if there is no resolution to be reached with the FTC, uh, the deal will go ahead and close after a remedy is reached in all the pending jurisdictions. Now, why that's, in, why that's important is because, according to Microsoft, uh, they say this, we expect the EU and the UK to settle soon, possibly with remedies, and then go to the FTC with those results to expedite the FTC's re- revolu- uh, revolution, re- resolution, I should say. Um, and obviously, that comes the way of ALJ Judge Michael Chappelle. Uh, who commented uh, on, on during the hearing. Dutch, this is, I thought that the FTC's lawsuit was not only frivolous, but a waste of taxpayer monies. Uh, and what's interesting is a representative for the FTC who was there during the pretrial says that they are currently uh, willing to listen to concessions. Uh, but that's not what Lena Khan and the FTC first announced when they uh, announced on December 8th that they were looking to sue Microsoft to stop this deal. She said, and I quote, we are not in the business of making deals. Uh, what are your thoughts on the potential of the FTC kind of taking a bit of a step back, even at the pretrial? I, I think uh, <clears throat> Lena Khan's had... Uh been have or at least someone's had words with her i think that's what's happened <laughs> i think someone's stepped in and said listen your 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 tactic of attempting to force the government into 
changing the laws in order to get your way isn't working. Uh, what you need to do is start actually finding remedies for the for the situations that you. And this isn't just Microsoft and Xbox um, with with this takeover. This is several of the large deals this is across the board, right? This yeah, is, yeah, across the board. And it's a tactic. She she mentioned that this wasn't even just on the Microsoft deal. This was previously. She she went on. Uh, I don't even know which show it was. It was some kind of um, uh, interview she was doing, and and on that interview she said. The tactic is: I don't care if we lose um, these these cases. Essentially, provide me with the backup in order to go to the, those who make the laws and get these laws changed. And I think ultimately they've said it's not working. That's not what we're here to do. We're not here to just come here and change the laws. What we're here to do is find remedies for these situations. So that you, if if these takeovers are in fact legal, but we have some concerns remedy those concerns and then get the deal passed so make sure there's a resolution to the issue so if there is such, such, such an, like a staff issue where you're concerned that staff are not going to be tracked correctly then you ensure that those staff are tracked correctly as part of the deal so you go okay that's fine that's the remedy you don't say no we're just going to outright block the deal even though there is a remedy available because if that goes to court that is literally wasting money in which case the government will end up just getting rid of her and not doing anything else it's that ultimately the bottom line is Lena Khan could find herself out of a job if she doesn't correctly monitor these things with the circle that she's working within and I don't mean anything just to do with Xbox and Microsoft I just mean the tactics in general with how she's approaching the tech sector how she's trying to go all and blazing with the tech there and, and big tech it's not something that she needs to be doing um so i think i think someone's had words personally um uh, and these, these there, there's something there's not to interrupt dutch but there's something yeah. to be said about yeah. being as arrogant <clears throat> that's all you can call it right is when oh, yeah. you go out and you say we don't care if we lose we're just going to sue the, 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 those those lawsuits are funded by the taxpayers of this country. And I think yeah. it, it, considering that most of the world, not just the United States, is in a recession to simply throw, uh, you know, uh, throw money, millions of dollars away on a case that, you know, you don't yet you're going to lose for some sort of uh, personal gain or personal ideology, I think is incredibly wrong. It's it, it, it's it's it, I was I would even dare say it's misguided. But not just one, the, not just one case, major issue, 11 cases, uh, yeah. 11 yeah. cases. Like, I think the major issue you've got here as well is if you have a look at what happened the other day in uh, in the Senate um, and Congress, which was an absolute fiasco. Oh, um, embarrassment. The, yeah, not just an embarrassment, but I think the, the issue Lena Khan has here is she if she's going to go all guns blazing to get laws changed and then she sees Congress can't even make a... I can't even get to the bottom of who's going to be in charge. Who's going to be the head of the speaker of the laws. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. You're not it's, changing it's laws. Zero, zero chance of anything getting passed because no one's going to agree. So what's the point in going forward with this ridiculous notion that I'm going to do X, Y, and Z because you're going to get laws changed? Because it's not going to happen because you don't have a government that is in sync that's going to pass anything anyway. So you may as well just actually find remedies to these situations and get on with it. And at the end of the day, I think Lena Khan's just sat there, looked at what is happening within the government, 
spoken to some of the people that she's working with and went, listen, we just, we, it's not a case of just bending the knee here. Like what we originally set out to do isn't a possibility. We can't go all guns blazing because it's not going to work. Like it isn't actually going to work. We need to find, we need to actually start speaking to these companies and finding remedies. And I think ultimately that's the situation. I think they've, they've had to sit there and just say, listen, we're, we're just going to start speaking to them now. It's got to that point now where we, we've said and they stipulated we are not taking this to federal. We have no plans to take this to federal. So if that's the case, the plan all along was to talk to them about remedies. Yeah. They just wanted posture in public to see that they want this this white knight approach. Oh, we hate big tech. That's, that's essentially it is. It's posturing. And I've said this across the board, even with when we saw the, the CMA um, do their posturing as well. <laughs> we yeah. think X, Y, and Z, and it's just posturing for public opinion. That's all it is. And at the end of the day, behind closed doors, they're having these conversations, and ultimately it'll get done. But um, Microsoft had to posture back in order to just kind of say, listen, if you want to do that, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, end of the day, um, these these remedies will go into place. Um, I'd, ultimately, when they look at everything that's that Microsoft's offering, in terms of the fixes. Um, they've also went out of their way internally as well. Bethesda Studios, uh, QA testers now have unionized. Yeah, that's um, official. Yep. Which is massive. Um, and of course, they're getting one step ahead. That is uh, before the official unionization of Activision Blizzard staff. Yeah. So <laughs> um, they've, so essentially, they've got ahead of the game. So when they're talking about how staff are being trapped, okay, well, we're, we're willing to let our QA testers and developers unionize. Um, so let's go. Let's get yeah. this done. Like we've, we've got the fixes. We've got the remedies. You name it. We've offered it. So that's, yeah, it's, it's, as, it's as straightforward as that. Yeah. Well, listen, Dutch, I know you got to get on that here, brother. Uh, say your brand real quick. Let people know where they can check out the midweek mix-up podcast each and every week and where they can subscribe to your YouTube channel. Yes, definitely. Yeah, it's, uh, as always, been a blast. I know it's short and sweet this evening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, back at work and, and meetings do happen. So, um, yeah, I just uh, I did want to stop in though and have a have an awesome hour with you chaps, as, as always, and, and actually get on the show uh, as opposed to miss it entirely. So, no, it's been awesome. You can find me everywhere at Wondering Dutch, of course, home of the Midweek Mix-Up podcast every Wednesday. Uh, we have the Sea of Tuesdays podcast as well on Tuesdays, of course, naturally, and the weekend edition on uh, on Sundays. Uh, so stop by, show your love there. Of course, if you enjoy the content, please like, share, and subscribe. And same for these awesome gentlemen on here who've all got awesome channel and content. And, of course, boom, our glorious host here. Appreciate it, brother. Um, but Thank you. Everybody, it's been a blast as always. Have an awesome evening and chat you as well. We'll see you next week, brother. Definitely. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, before I bring in Steel Rain, I want to go to Hargeet because Hargeet, we we were laughing in the uh, in the uh, in the green room, uh, and I, I do want to read what the FTC attorney uh, James, I believe it's called, uh, Wing Garden, uh, is uh, mm-hmm. who is who was there at the pretrial had to say, and they said that the agency has no plans uh, at this time to file a lawsuit in federal court. The FTC authorized staff, and when he said that, he meant himself because he's the one that's uh, that's handling the case, mm-hmm. to participate in settlement talks. But there are no substantial uh, substantive uh, discussions at this time. Obviously, this is 
This is the first time this is the, uh, that the uh, the two entities are meeting since the lawsuit was announced. Uh, and like we just said, we just said moments ago, uh, Lena Khan and the FTC basically said that they don't they're not in the business of making deals. Uh, we know from uh, Brad Smith, uh, the who is uh, the uh, one of the top dogs over at Microsoft. He says that he he said it. He came out and said we didn't even get a chance to get in there and offer anything to the FTC before they did the lawsuit. Uh, this is this is seems to be from from the eighth uh, of December to now the uh, the fourth of uh, the third of January, which of course was yesterday. A little difference in stance, and you know, uh, Laundering just said just recently before he got on out of here. He thinks that maybe a conversation might have been had. What What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, so I mean, look, I I predicted she was going to sue because this is all posturing. Uh, look, and, and she's not looking to change the law; she's looking to change precedent. She yeah. wants somebody to back down and say, "See, I won. This can yeah. happen, right?" Uh, and then continue to try to get more and more that way. Um, you know, to try to not even bother changing the law, just subvert the FTC into something else. Right. And OK, that that's a theory of, of, of the way to work. But uh, ultimately, all those companies can sue and the government, you know, the, the, the courts will say, sorry, the law says this and you went afoul. I think the biggest thing here was two of the major unions of the country said, what the heck are you doing? We want this deal to happen. And being on that Democrat side and going against unions just can't look good. OK. And. Those unions, I'm sure, went to the the the, the uh, legislature, you know, to the, the uh, representatives and the senators, and 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 to the Biden administration, and said, "What are you guys doing here? Right? We wanted this to go through. This is going to change the gaming industry. You're, you're stopping us doing the right thing. You know, you need to stop this. Right? You, you need to let this go. Um, I don't know if that happened or not, but it sounds like it did because it does seem like they're more conciliatory." The second part of that, though, is the staff has never bought into this baloney, right? The staff of the FTC does the job of the FTC, and they want to do the stuff that they're supposed to do, which is, is this going to harm the actual competition in the market? Well, the answer is no, but hey, they wanted some remedies. Okay, cool. Let's talk, and you know, we can just let it go through. That That's generally what happens, right? And so now it's not Lena in, in this courtroom. It's one of the people in the staff and they're going to follow their normal FTC process. Now I'm sure they're being instructed to do blah, 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 whatever. Right. But ultimately in a court, they're going to have to go by the law because the judge is not going to care about any of that. Right. It's not about posturing. This is why she keeps losing her cases. The judge is going to say, what does the law say you can do? Is this going to break that? If it's not, if it's not breaking it, can you guys work out whatever you want? If not, I'm just going to toss it, right? That's what the the administrative law judge is going to do, right? And then they, you know, the FTC can say, no, 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 we're going to we're going to appeal that with ourselves and go to a federal court. But I think what's going to end up happening is what they said, right? What what Microsoft said is, hey, you know what? The CMA and the EC, we're working with them. We think we're on solid ground. I think th- you know those those are going to go through. And when those go through, we'll bring those remedies over here, right? The concessions we make. If you're willing to take them, great. If not, we're just going to do it anyway, right? right? Go ahead. They're going to call their bluff. Go ahead and sue us. Bring it to a federal court, and we'll see what your case has for merit, right? And as they said, they're not even interested in doing it. So essentially, it's moot. The whole thing's moot, 
the FTC, you know, posturing and all that, it's moot. If they're not even going to bother bringing it to a federal court, they're, they're done, right? Because ultimately, unless they bring it to a federal court with an injunction, Microsoft can just go ahead and do the merger, right? Yeah, That's they would have they to either step it. to the, they, they have to step so, to the side or bring it to federal court. They have exactly. two choices. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's kind of moot. So the whole thing kind of just fizzled away. Um, now, whether that was their intent or not, I don't know, right? Whether the pressures came in and, and said, hey, what are you doing? Uh, I don't know, right? Like, I understand like trying to change things to make things better, right? And I, I don't disagree that there's maybe a little too much, uh, especially in the in in the sort of social media arena, uh, there's a little too much consolidation there. And that, that's fair, right? But this is not that case, right? They defined Sony and Nintendo as two monopolies now. And you're telling me that, wait, that's a good thing for the for the industry? And the competitors coming in and saying, hey, we're going to compete with that. And you're saying, no, they shouldn't do that. Like, it makes very little sense, right? Yeah, it, first, I don't I don't necessarily agree that they are, but they just did it. They just said it, right? They Both the CMA and, and the FTC have said Sony only competes with Xbox. Well, okay, Sony has the 70% market share. And those numbers aren't coming from Hargeet. They're coming from disclosures to the government. Yes. So it's like, okay, well, that's 70%. In the US, the standard is 60%. 60% is monopoly. It's de facto. Yeah. It's a monopoly. Right. So, okay, you've defined Nintendo as its own category. So it's a de facto monopoly because it's 100%. And you define right. Sony and Xbox as one category. And guess what? Now you've just defined that Sony's a monopoly. Well, what are you doing about it? Right? So, I, like, whatever, right? So the FTC has uh, just was posturing here creating a, a bunch of crap and it looks like it just fell flat. And so it's, it's fizzled out. Uh, let's hope the CMA and, and the EC, those decisions come through over the next month or two, they should be kind of wrapping up. All right. Um, so hopefully that's done. And yeah, I think, uh, you know, they'll give the FTC a couple of days. If you want these, you know, these concessions, we'll be happy to sign it with you. Otherwise we're just going to finish the deal. Uh, so it's, this could wrap up pretty soon. And right, and that's so. the and that's the difference currently with the FTC situation versus the CMA and the EU Commission. Right now, yeah. Microsoft isn't allowed in the room unless there's a unless there's a judge there yeah. for the FTC, mm -hmm. as opposed to the uh, sitting down with the CMA and the uh, and the EU Commission, saying, "Okay, yep. listen, um, we we know this is not a monopoly. We know that we're not hurting competition, but we are will we are willing to offer." this yeah you know and, and again i've said this before uh and i think that you know maybe something else gets added to what they've already publicly said maybe they say the cma and the eu say okay listen uh we're going to accept concessions but we have one of our own and because you're getting all this you can't raise game pass uh for three years yeah and they have all that power today if they hadn't gone and sued right yeah. all mm -hmm. that power because microsoft wants to get the deal done they wanted to try to peace mm -hmm. right they wanted to do that yeah right so they could have even had you know hey we want all of your QA developers to go under the union. Okay, right? That's a concession that they might be willing to take. Now they have zero leverage. They've taken away all their leverage because yeah. they sued. It was stupid, right? That we don't make deals. That's the dumbest thing you you want. I, well, to make I was actually deals. quite taken aback you when she said that. Yeah. The whole point is make deals. You can get concessions. You can even say, hey, we want you to expand unions to other areas. Microsoft might have said okay. Right now, they've taken away all that leverage. Right, yeah. there's so much power they had if they said we want to talk instead of saying no, we want to sue. Right, you know, it's funny, Art. 
when you say that they they had the chance to do uh, you know with the concessions is that mm-hmm. those are concessions that Microsoft was most likely going to so, yes. imp- implement anyways. Yep. Mm-hmm. But now they're going to be like, you know what? Let's pull that back. Cuz you know, I mean, right. well, I mean within reason, within reason. Yep. Obviously right. like, you know, unionizing uh the you know the the, the different um, the different departments like for example the QA testers and stuff. Yep. That's going to happen no matter what. But there are other concessions that they would have backed off on. Yep. I mean, you know, they would have given they would have implemented anyway. So but now, why? Why would they bother? I mean, Sorry. they reportedly Sorry. they reportedly <laughs> offered uh, PlayStation uh, PS Plus. That's yeah. very yeah. unlikely yeah. to happen now. Like, yeah. you know, if you don't need to do that, you would not do that. Like, that's. Right. It, I mean, this has never been about uh, COD anyway. Yeah. Um, it's always <laughs> been about mobile gaming. Like, yes, hello, really yes, hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. But, but now that they don't need to, they they're not gonna. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Huggy. This is the dumbest move. Yeah, I've ever seen. <laughs> they had all the, the power if they didn't do. <laughs> all the power. Like, you, you want other things. Sure. It, it didn't even have to limit it to this. They could have said, hey, Microsoft, don't do these things. And they might have said, yeah, sure. Okay, fine. We won't do those things, right? But it, it, it could have limited, you know, they've totally taken away all their power, right? But okay, whatever. I mean, that's their choice. But whatever. I, I don't understand the, the mindset of we're not going to make deals. I think that well, the best time to do that is at that table negotiating. Yep, 100%. They hear the things that you can do. For the consumers, right? So we're going to have you not do this or that or that or whatever. It, it didn't even have to be part of Xbox. It's Microsoft that's buying them. So they could have said anything about Microsoft. And if, if Microsoft's like, okay, fine, we'll just take that. Five years of not doing something, fine, we'll just do that, right? Now they lost all that leverage. Like, I just don't understand why they're, they're doing that. But it's, whatever. It's, well, <laughs> again, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come back to hurt them. Steel Rain, my friend. Let me, let, let me get you in here. But before I do, Let's let me go. catch up on Super Chats. Thanks so much throwing all of this in here as well as risk it uh stuff sean who is no new channel member drops a two pound super chat and he says the ftc equals full time and i think it's chalarians i think that's how you pronounce it c-h-a-r-l-a-t-a-n-s i don't i'm not sure what that is oh charlatans charlatans well there there you go go. my i couldn't read thank you so much for that brother they are definitely full-time charlatans uh (laughs) phaser swag drops a two pound super chat and says the cma rarely accepts remedies would be surprising i don't know so much about that um i can't say that i've heard that they don't accept remedies but i think they're in the business of protecting the consumer that's that's their job and this 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 deal doesn't hurt consumers. In fact, it makes gaming affordable uh, leaps and bounds more than what Sony is currently doing with their with the way that they're doing business. Right. And Sony's the only one complaining, which is ridiculous. Um, Highlander 001 has been a channel member for six months. Drops a five hour super chat and says the FTC is hoping the CMA or the EU will block the acquisition. I see the CMA and the EU approving the acquisition with few concessions. FTC will lose big time. Yeah, I absolutely agree there. Uh, Game Positive drops a two pound, a two dollar super chat and says, "Happy New Year to all in the prime time community." Well, thank you so much for that, as well as being here, and thank you for the generosity. Uh, Steel Rain, let's get your opinion on this, brother. You you you've been here. You heard what you heard what. Uh, Dutch had to say, you've heard yeah. what Hargeet has had to say, but we're mm-hmm. interested to get what you have to say. Yeah. Again, you know, we have a lot of information that came out of this. One of the biggest funny, uh, the funniest things is that the 20 minutes of the pre-trial was trying to get Microsoft back into the room because right. they kept getting disconnected, which of course everyone <laughs> called foul, but um, it, it's it's pretty interesting when the uh, the federal judge says that we assume the FTC uh, w- would make the decision to go to federal court if we wanted to front. Oh no, this is this this is 
this I'm sorry, Microsoft is prepared. This is, what, this is coming from Idle's Law. Let me just make sure I get this correct. And it says Microsoft is prepared to go to federal court. And this is what Microsoft uh, had to say. We assume the FTC would make the decision to go to federal court, mm-hmm. and we want to front load that evidential period. Uh, mm-hmm. And the termination date for the deal is July 18th, 2023, which uh, the FTC thought that they might be able to, uh, you know, force Microsoft's hand to uh, to abandon this deal with Activision. That's not going to happen, brother. They showed their fangs. What are your thoughts? For man, from from me, it's it's just amazing to me to see this craziness continue to play out, right? Um, to see all of it unravel, it's like a big rubber band ball, and the the rubber bands just keep popping off. The more and more we continue to roll down this hill, um, until it becomes a pebble of nonsense. Um, and at this point, I don't know what all the FTC needs to see or. Whatever, whatever the powers may be need to see to understand that there's literally nothing in retrospect that could go against this deal. Um, nothing that makes sense. Hargeet made good points about, again, the, just the monopoly side of it. I mean, you have to look at what's going to benefit your consumer base overall. And I know that, you know, it's hard to see what that is going to be, especially in a industry like ours where in the console market it's kind of reached its peak um yeah more people are buying games and it's it's kind of it's growing um but it's kind of growing within itself um where and that is why you start hearing the conversation about hey we need to reach these three billion gamers hey well you know you guys aren't uh enough um we need to be look at doing other things make live service games such and so such and so forth so Everything that Microsoft is presenting and has brought to the table at this point uh, demonstrates their willingness to be the hero for the consumer, um, at least this far going into this generation, right? Um, Microsoft has a lot that's working against themselves, um, especially behind the scenes. Uh, Not everybody's happy about Windows, regardless of how people feel about it, but they are the monopoly in that space too uh, but there are other options and other things that kind of come into question which is why this has been thrown why i understand at least why people look at it with the shaded lens that they do um but at the end of the day ftc doesn't have a ftc doesn't have a leg to stand on uh i like we talked about a little bit behind the scenes i think this is going to end up getting thrown now um i do think that this is going to end. We're going to end up finding out within the next by the end of this month, if not beginning beginning of next month, whether uh, how deep is this is going to actually go, or whether we're going to get it er, uh, way earlier than anticipated. Uh, I'm on the fence that I think we're going to get things way earlier than we anticipate. We're not going to have to wait until the summer um, or an E3 to say, "Hey, we finally got them. We beat them." Uh, unless, and again, this is my fear. Unless. The industry is willing to admit that Sony is the only Sony is the lead horse and you have to play the game their way. That's fair to me as a consumer. And I'm not a lawyer. I'm not an attorney. I'm not no, none of those things. I can only take the educated consumer perspective. And for me, if Sony is the only person that could be the most known brand or be at the top of this food chain over here. And when other people tried to make the def- defining industry decisions because they have to because they were at a point where 
either they made change changes or it wasn't going to be financially viable to continue to do things they the way that Sony wants to do them, they, then what is competition? Um, that's just that's my outlook on it thus far. Uh, again, FTC is kind of it's gonna be interesting to see how everything plays out. Uh, that's and that's my that's my kind of take on it thus far. Yeah, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, uh, I, I do like the way that you have positioned uh, the ridiculousness that is Sony, their market lead, their market leadership has. You ever heard the, the, the phrase turning the head of the horse where you want the horse to go, you turn the head, right? That's that's what Sony is right now. Sony is the market leader where they turn. They, they they turn the industry with the way that they want to turn it. And they have turned it to $70 games, $10 upgrade fees, uh, the uh, as, as everyone uh, saga calls it, the A-hole tax for cross-play. Um, they have uh, raised their console $50, something that has never been done in gaming, in the history of gaming as far as we know it. Uh, so where they turn, the industry turns with them. They and squeeze the fact developers. That- Squeezing developers. Squeezing yeah. developers. Thank you very much for that. Blackballing sites when they don't give their, their games a favorable review. The, 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 this, this is market ship or, 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 or leadership, market leadership abuse. Uh, and I think that there are a lot of people uh, looking to see maybe they go down on a knee. Uh, and, and ultimately what's going to happen is Sony has gotten fat sitting on their throne. Like, like most kings and emperors do, right? They, they they just they sit there and they eat and they eat and they get really fat. And this is this is why there's been no difference in the way that they make games, no way they sell games. Everything has got to be the Sony way or the highway. And I think all of that's about to come to an end. Um, but let me bring in uh, the mag here. Mag, you're shaking yeah. your head here. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, we all said that this lawsuit was frivolous. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of us called it ridiculous. Uh, I called it a taxpayer's uh, uh, worst nightmare because they're basically yeah. throwing money out the window for no reason. When is it the government? I mean, it's, it's, it's true. But for, for, <laughs> for this particular thing, I, I, I would be the first one uh, to call a foul if there was something illegal about the deal. There's nothing illegal about this deal. We all know that. Um, when you hear, mind you, this is just the first salvo and was expected to be many, uh, many uh, shots fired uh, when, until this deal is ultimately either blocked or done. What are your thoughts on, uh, on, on, on the response from the FTC proper versus what they said on the 8th when Lena Khan says, we, we're not in the business of making deals? Yeah, well, you know what? We all saw this. We all knew this was going to happen. We all knew that this was going to be the outcome. It was just a matter of time because if a layman – and when I be my layman, I just mean someone who's not in the legal practice particular, is that you could already see holes in this, and this is not our field of expertise. And if you can see that as a normal as, as a person who's outside of the of, you know of, of the legal world, then how the hell did you ever think it was ever gonna stand up in court? That's a great right? point, dude. Great we, we, point. Like, like we we knew it was a waste of time from the beginning, or at least anybody with half a brain. And then the other thing is that you can actually see that this was a complete waste of time. This is a complete waste of taxpayer dollars. This is a complete waste of uh, 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 basically it's all it is is political posturing. It's something that we've all said before. Now here's the thing: there, no concessions are necessary. No concessions are going to happen, as Hargeet was talking about earlier. Okay, there are no grounds and there is no basis for it. 
they're going to be they're going to be laughed out of court. They're going to be quietly told to back off. Okay, whether that comes from the POTUS himself or whether that comes from someone else, they're just going to say, "Listen, back off." You're being stupid now. You're making us look dumb. We're losing a position of power. And when you lose, and when you, when you start losing integrity in the public and the PR, you start losing your position of power. You do not want to give that up, especially after going through what they just went through. Okay, with the midterm elections, this is not the time to start farting around if you're looking to get reelected in 2024. Which at this, uh, you know, I won't get into that. But anyways, the point is, is that. You know, Xbox at the Xbox, excuse me, Microsoft at this point does not have to negotiate with terrorists because they have the upper hand. Okay. So you look at that, like, again, like I say, in the political posture. Now, the thing is, is that someone who's always, you know, like what, what I see that has been happening is that this, this is someone, okay, Lena Khan specifically punching way above her weight class. And the thing is, I'm not taking away anything against her intelligence. Obviously, she didn't get there by fluke. Okay, she has highly educated. Women. No, she's very educated. Yes, yeah, she's a, she's a highly educated woman. She knows exactly what she's doing, and she's put in a position there for a specific reason. However, you are punching way above your weight class, and in the end, this is a resemblance to me of an incredibly misguided population of of of, of younger people who think that you could just change a law or change something to to fit a narrative or an ideal. I'm sorry to inform you. That the old man in the room has to tell you that's not how the world works. The thing is, at the end of the day, you're trying to change a law that, you know, change or bend laws are never going to happen unless it's making somebody money. Okay. And this is not going to make, and then blocking something like this is not going to make anybody money. They are looking at, look at the situation. You guys have to see how deep this web goes from not just the government, this goes down to the investors. Okay, and when you've got investors involved putting up hundreds of millions of dollars, they start putting pressure on Congress. Okay, because they're the movers and shakers of this world, not the not the government. The government's not. They're just they're just a a utility. (laughs) They're just a tool in order to make the money move from one place to the other and preferably into their pockets. Right. That's how the government works. And another thing about the government is it's a lack of communication. These departments are not speaking to each other. They're not doing any of that. And at the end of the day, if it doesn't benefit them personally, then it's not going to be that the laws are not going to bend and they're not going to change. That is the reality of this world. If you don't believe me, go go move up in the corporate chain and then call and come back and call the mag and ask me how it actually works. Because I'm at the top of that food chain, and I know exactly how it works. Now, here's the other thing: you have some, you have a group of people now who are extremely inexperienced with this. Clearly, are not jaded enough to understand the corporate structure of the government. And now, what are you doing, guys? You are facing a unified, well-versed, well-educated veteran team in Microsoft who are used to this kind of stuff. You are facing them who have full communication with each other, have the best legal teams in the world, okay? Microsoft is standing outside of the bar calling you out, and all of a sudden, now you're gun-shy? The reason why is because you have been put, you know, where was your previous conviction? Where was the conviction you had a month ago? You're starting to see that it's starting to fall apart, mm-hmm. right? And it's yeah, and at the end of the day, they're going to be made to look like fools. And I, I hate to say it, and I hate to say it, but it will happen. She will be replaced. I said it in the chat. In our private chat, I said she is going to get fired or she's going to get moved quietly out of position. Mm. Okay. Because 
the next government that comes in is going to fire her. That is 100% going to happen. That, that's what I see because I don't think the next government is going to be the government you have in there now. Okay? And they're going to fire her. Because, you know, the thing is, at the end of the day, like I said, you start putting, you start putting up roadblocks for, um, for investment – that's not a bit. That's not a good thing for these. Yeah, uh, for these that, you know, ways. it's funny. It's, it, <laughs> we we don't. I mean, we're not financial analysts here, right? But we can talk broadly, right? You mm -hmm. know, with in layman terms, so to speak. And what she is looking to do potentially is stifle investments. Yeah, are you um, out of your mind? Yeah, there's just just. But 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 you know what? Again, <laughs> folks, one of the things I love doing on this show is talking about the human element in gaming. I talked about it with how developers feel when they read about a game that's that's not even out being destroyed by knuckleheads right they get hurt now obviously they're paraprofessionals and they they wipe it off and they keep developing their game but it but it is hurtful well when you look at the you what's happening here yes call of duty yes mobile for microsoft we're not getting a dime from that folks right if you want to really you want to be real here ladies and gentlemen let's talk about what microsoft is doing for someone like me Right. Like I'm a retired guy. I was fortunate enough to spend 21 years as a New York City police officer. And I, I never got hurt enough uh, to get to that, that, uh, that I was you know, in a box. I did get hurt enough where I, I, had, I had to have spinal cord reconstruction and it cost me my career after 21 years. So I retired. It's no it's not a problem. I'm still doing my thing, but mm -hmm. I'm retired. I have a pension. Now, my pension is great. My medical is great. My dental is great. Glasses are great. I got no complaints. There are limited funds. You know, you have to make decisions. And if every game that I had to buy was 70 bucks, well, there are a lot of games I wasn't going to buy. But game, Xbox yeah. Game Pass, which is $15 a month, that gives me ridiculous amount of games, so much that my backlog is now, is now two years old, on top of everything that was in there before. And that's just me. But what, about, what about bringing in unions for the first time in gaming history. Do you right. understand the ramifications of this? Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's official. The first union has been formed, folks. Mm -hmm. This is a big part of the deal. And the fact that the FTC completely sub snubbed the nose of two things that they're supposed to protect. Consumers, which is people like me. And the workers, which they used as the front standing, where we're worried about the workers, and the two largest unions in the entire country, one of which has 1.2, I think it's 12.5 million uh, members. That is the big one. And the CWA is like just under a million, like 800,000. Think about that for a second. They have backed this deal because for the first time in gaming history, a union is going to a union jobs are going to be, be brought into the conversation. I was in, I had a union job, so I understand how important it is to have someone that has your back. I think it's I think the fact that again I said it before this lawsuit is frivolous, it's ridiculous. Holy crap! I'm, a, I'm going to save everyone for last because he has a timeline that he put in the DM that is like straight up. Now I I, I know we, we made fun of him with the tinfoil stuff originally about No, him. no, I'm not. He's 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 on to something, but let's risk it. Let's get your opinion on this, brother. This is the first uh this is the first pretrial of of what is expected was expected to be a long drawn out process, but it doesn't look like that's going to be the case based on what was said. What are your thoughts? Do you think that this gets done by April? Well, I think 
Well, I hope so. But I, I, I'm not going to make I'm not going to make calls on when I think it's going to get done because I've been wrong <laughs> twice. <laughs> uh, but look, here's the, here's the thing. I think what happened here, and I think it's really really clear, their case fell apart the day they went to court. Like literally the day EU came out and said, no, 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 that, we didn't say that. That's not what happened. And then things just started to unravel. Like every single point they made in their filings unraveled. They even made points in that filing that has nothing to do with competition. Like literally nothing to do with competition, not in their purview, things that they shouldn't be dealing with. Um, and, and one point I wanted to make is, is what is competition for consumers, for us? For us, it's options. Right. Right. Yeah, the more options you have, the more competition there is. And what has Microsoft been forcing down people's throats even? Options. You've got yeah. options to play anywhere you want, buy the game, sign up to a subscription, buy a console, don't buy a console, buy the top of the line console, buy like buy a Series S console. Like mm -hmm. you have just got options coming out of your own excuse the language ass when it comes to Microsoft. So like that's competition in of itself. You're talking about a market leader that has done has just done so many egregious things, especially this generation. Um, a company that used to tout themselves as for the players, which frankly has just become a laughable joke um, in, in this last couple 100%. of years. Yeah. But one thing that you mentioned there was was about developers. This is something that I kind of uh, are pretty interested in um, and that angle of things. And I, and I came across something earlier in the a couple of days ago um, and it was a, an article by Tweettown about Square Enix um, and, and their global aspirations being hindered by the fact that they Great are article. constantly, constantly signing uh, exclusivity deals with Sony. Now, I don't want to misquote this. Um, so what I'll, I'll put this, the small quote is, um, Sony has significant power when negotiating deals with third party partners. And they mm -hmm. do. They have a ridiculous amount of power. And what is happening with this, with, with FTC fighting this deal, my exact words were this, in your effort to enforce ideological beliefs, you are complicit in the very thing you have sworn to eradicate. Mm -hmm. They are literally going against their own ideology by yep. supporting the market leader. Um, because, simply because, in their purview, they're looking at Microsoft as a whole company. Okay? And, that, and that's fine to do. Um, but you can't do that when it comes to gaming yeah. because the whole company isn't in gaming. The whole company doesn't do gaming. This part of Microsoft does gaming and it's in third place. And even with this deal going through, it is still in third place. Yeah. Like this is an apps. Honestly, I, I, I try to stay out of American politics as much as I possibly can. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, this has kind of dragged me into it a little bit. But this is an absolutely egregious waste of money. And not just the Microsoft deal. Her attitude towards how she has approached her job has been just like a ridiculous public misstep after public misstep. Uh, like it's worse than Xbox's last generation. Sorry, guys. In the chat. Ouch. Um, <laughs> um, but like it's like losing 11 cases that you knew you were going to lose. But you took them all the way. And then as Hargeet so succinctly put, losing every little tiny bit of leverage you have. And not only that, you have pissed off Microsoft. Like now they're pissed. They're like, all right, we tried. Now we're going to go to war. Uh, and they're not going to back down. They're going to dig their heels in. I'm sure that they will make some concessions if FTC comes in. But you mm -hmm. turned them away. You, they walked into your office, yep. hand on heart. What can we do to make this right? And you just, you didn't even listen. 
Like this is just ridiculous for the I, FTC. It, it, and I've never seen business done like that before, ever. No, no, there's always a talk. Even if and, and when you're talking in the background, you're stabbing them in the back. That's you at least talk so you get the time <laughs> to do that. Like you can gather stuff together. It's like, oh, this is what they're offering, and this is what we could use against them. They didn't yeah. even smartly do that. Like it's absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't do a lot of business, but the business I have done has been like that. Um, and look, Punty in the chat said. Uh, I said a few things about Sony and I just want to kind of respond to that. Look, dude, you guys cannot blame Sony for this. And Sony won this battle. Like, don't get that twisted. This no, is they, business. They, they, yes, and Sony knew that they could drag this out. They, they, mm -hmm. they could see the landscape and they knew that they would just throw everything at it and they would be able to drag this yeah. out, which is what they wanted because at the end of the day, they are behind the eight ball. They don't have their gas games ready. They're working on 15, uh, 12 gas games. They need to get those out the door before yep. this deal goes through because otherwise they are well behind the eight ball now. It's a delay now tactic. They're yeah. Now they're in a position where they probably won't be able to catch up for years. If they could delay this and at least get some of these games to the point where they're nearly ready to go out the door, they've, they've gained ground. That's a lot of great, a lot of ground to get. Don't they now like, have ten years with COD to sort of inoculate maybe? them from that to, to to build those games out? No, they don't because they didn't sign it. Yeah, and, and I don't know that the uh, the uh, to your point, I don't know that the regulators out in in Europe are going to force a ten year deal, right? Because that's yeah. that's an obscene amount of time. It's it's never been done in in, in history of business. Have you ever yeah, seen? So, I mean, they yeah. might say three years, five years, right? And it's on Microsoft that they're like, we'll give 10 years, right? But that's on I, them. I think Microsoft will give 10 years because they already offered it to Nintendo. And I think that's just going to be the... the, the that's a good you know point. Why I, think you, why I think you might be right? I think you might be right because um, this is probably not going to be their last acquisition. And yep, so to show, to show regulators in, in yeah. the future that they're willing to honor their word, even though that they have been scorned, um, then they probably will. Spider-Man in the chat, make no mistake, this is a win for Sony. I'm sorry if you don't like to hear it, bud, but they, they, and, they, and, they were smart. to your point, Risk It, that's exactly what they should have done. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't begrudge them doing what they did. They Sony got absolutely Microsoft to it's offer them COD and PS Plus. I'm not saying that offer will yeah. stand, but that's a W however way you look. You couldn't stop the deal. But if yep. you get if you get offers, if you get this ten year guarantee, which again exactly. it will put, take put it in PS Plus, right? Now yeah. there's the flip side of this, right? The assumption is that Sony will actually come to the table and take a ten year deal. We don't know that they will, right? So we'll see. Right. Right? Oh, we'll watch, you you watch the winds of change. This is the winds of change at like with this with what's happening now with the FTC. I guarantee you Sony's watching this and they'll be knocking on the door, like going, Hey, what is on the table? what's on the table. They might wait to hear what concessions um, get offered in, to mm -hmm. the FTC, and then they'll be knocking on the door saying, hey, what's on offer with yeah. tail between legs? But this, again, like, oh, look, man, I, I am the biggest Xbox fan in the world, but, like, I, I, can see, I can see things, and this is smart from Sony. It's yeah, exactly what I would have done. They made it as difficult as they could for Microsoft, um, and they never, they, I don't think they ever thought they would block this deal, but I, they <laughs> bought time. They bought a lot of time. So the interesting thing with this, though, is can Sony now buy anything? Because if they've been oh, declared yeah. by the UK and the US as a monopoly, are they going to be allowed to buy anybody after this? That's a great um, question. And they yeah. might do the, um, the what's it called? Um, what the hell is a Chinese company? Uh, Tencent. They might do the Tencent route and start investing 
You know what I mean? 4% here, yeah, 5% here, 6% yeah. here. But with that 4% or the 5% or 3%, all marketing deals moving forward for the next five years go to Sony. You know what I'm saying? So that Potentially. They could do right? something like that where they, <laughs> on the back end, they could still make a bit of their investment back. But at the same time, yeah. not they could skirt around the monopoly deal. Like, for example, that's what Tencent has been doing for years to the yeah. point where the Chinese government had to get involved and say, yo, can you guys calm down over there before start people start putting eyes on us? Right, so yeah. that's that, that's exactly what they did. Yeah, and and the thing is with Sony as well, like no one, it's ridiculous that it's got to this point. Regulators haven't even stepped in on Sony. I just don't think it's been on the radar. I think this deal has put gaming on the radar, and I wonder what will happen after the deal, whether regulators will step in and start taking more of an interest in gaming because Sony should never have the amount of power that it's had. It should never have the lean yep. on developers it's had. It should yeah. never have. Um, been able to like go, hey, we're doing seventy dollars games, and everyone yep. follow. And you're right, it is the horse head, and everyone will follow what they do. I mean, Christ, yep. Microsoft has got seventy dollars games now, and Sony did that. And I don't yep. care if two K or EA did it first. Sony's the one that solidified it and made it yep. legit, and that's why we're doing it now. And Sony, no <laughs> console platform maker should have that power, and they do, and it's wrong. And uh, at the end of the day, that's the basis of this case, and I think that that's why it'll go through when they look at the history. Yeah. It's as simple can, as that. Can I ask a quick question to the panel, see if anybody is on the same wavelength as me with this one? This might be a little bit more conspiratorial. However, <laughs> is there oh, a possibility... Right I know, uh... I know. I'm, I'm waiting for him to unmute. Uh, is there a possibility that in the... Ba- in, in, no, I'm, I'm talking in the higher-ups. I'm talking about, you know... That chestnut wood uh, table where they got the round, ta- you know, the, the round table where they got the chairs around where the big guys sit at. I wonder if they're getting a little nervous with the idea that uh, this Activision, this ABK deal goes through and the unions start coming in, that that's going to start affecting them with their studios. Where they're like, oh, crap. So you're ta- you're talking guys about are- the Court of Owls is basically what you're saying. They're starting what? to get nervous. They're starting to get a little nervous that maybe like, oh, crap. Everybody, they're all starting. As I mean, soon as ABK starts case- unionized. Then we would yeah. see somebody in in that realm uh, make an objection, right? So so far, uh, almost all of the major publishers have said no problem, including Nintendo, right? Have said no problem, right? We don't have any issue with this. Okay, I'm, I was just I'm just posing the question, like I'm saying, you you don't know, say where Riskit was talking about yeah. the specific, you know, the mm-hmm. mistreatment of the staff uh, of, of 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 certain developers of the staff of the people of the the crunch, the stories you've heard, the squeeze that we've all heard mm-hmm. about. That's the thing that keeps ABK running right now, right? Because the right. employees are staying because they're going to become Microsoft employees. Exactly. Exactly. They're, that, they're waiting for, for this. Yes. Exactly. Right. That that is part and parcel of it. Otherwise, ABK will be in big trouble because those employees are going to say bye bye. Well, that's there's that there's that there's also now. when when uh, when this uh, when the, all that sort of came out and there was litigation and people were complaining and mishandling of harassment complaints and all that they they dropped six percent like it's not a small amount of money six percent is a huge amount of money right and then when microsoft announced the buyout i think they bumped up like a good they went over and above that six percent and sony dropped something stupid like 20 percent. right now if this deal doesn't go this is the other thing that the ftc should be looking at if they're not looking at it um what happens if it doesn't go through not only do you lose probably a lot of your employee base experience um and all that probably apk abk will not pivot from what they've tried to do to fix this problem which is sell off the company right now there's no one that could buy abk like in its entirety, yeah. there's no one that will either has the money or will be allowed. 
as simple right. as that. Tencent won't be allowed, and I don't think I don't see Embracer being allowed to do it either. So what does a what, what's the options for ABK? Well, Embracer would be all small. It would be they Apple, just, but that would be a huge thing. Like so, man, that's a big fight that's coming at some point, right? Apple yeah. owns the most profitable uh, gaming and you know market mm -hmm. period, right? Yeah, iOS people discount makes, Apple Arcade. Oh, it's and, and they, don't have, they have over a hundred million subscribers. Over hundred million subscribers yeah, from Arcade, yeah. mm -hmm. and and they just they print money off of other people's games. They make, they make no games. They they print money off of other people's games yep. and make 11, 12, 15 billion in profit. Profit, right. pure profit. But, so do you know how they could sell it to Apple and get away with it? So they could sell IPs. They could sell they IPs. Could. They could sell. They could sell studios. And I think well, that that's likely what ABK yeah. will do is they'll strip down and sell off a lot of their company piecemeal. Yep, um, and I—that's bad for—that's bad for gaming, and only because of the uncertainty. Shit, they might sell it to—I don't know—like they might sell something to Sony, and Sony makes a great game out of it, and that's good for gaming. They might sell it to Apple, and Apple makes something great out of it, and that's good for gaming. But, possible, but exactly. the and King would be a potential good sell to them, right? Because well, they have a—they got to be careful. See, publisher. We're also missing something here: is that like, look at what's happening with Disney and Apple right now. For mm -hmm. anybody in the know in the Hollywood side of things. Uh, what's happening now is that Disney's looking to uh, to offset some of their uh, some of their losses because of well for multiple reasons uh, they're looking to uh, move out some of their things but they know that Apple can't swoop in there and just take Disney that's not going to happen that what no. they are doing though they're looking to they're looking to offshoot ESPN they're looking to move off if you can believe it they're looking uh, to move off the land that yes. Disney is on in Florida specifically yeah, not California. Crazy. Yeah. Right. So they're looking at the land that uh, that so Apple might be purchasing the land in Disney World and then, of course, ESPN. And that's a start because then there's even a rumor now. I've heard a rumor anyway that Pixar is next. Right. Because they're going to go smaller and be able to do that because it could stay under the radar. What I'm mm -hmm. saying, the reason why I'm saying is, is that this this directly okay, applies to exactly what we're talking about with ABK. If it weren't to go through, they would have to do the same thing, too. They would have to basically offshoot some of these different like, you know, smaller to start with. And then yep. sort of move along and then just like uh, Riskit was saying and Hargeet, where you start looking at the IP specifically and then the developer specifically, mm -hmm. right? As opposed to what's happening now, yeah, where yeah. they're just like, let's take the whole damn pie instead of a piece mm -hmm. of it, right? So that, which, which of course, as we know, brings more eyes to the table, right? So, you know, th that's, that, that's the other option. It's not going to happen. It's never going to get no. to that point. No, but, it, you know. It, it, listen. Let, let, let's get Everborn Saga into the conversation. He's been chopping at the bit. He has a great timeline. But real quick, shout out to Zane Wickman in the chat. Uh, he says, I worked in the industry from 98 to 2010. The employees, us, were slave labor. Sony's methods are anti-union. There you go. That's what I was talking about. That's what I was saying that maybe they're fearful go. of this. This is going to be a trend that will affect the entire industry. And I think they're scared of that change. Yeah. Absolutely. So and we know saga. We, we know Sony's. Uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. No, that's we right. know that Sony has been accused of crunch many times. Naughty Dog, especially. And oh look, yes. If it, it's created like great games, but this is probably something that Sony de Sony definitely does not want. Um, we no. know their headquarters SIE is in America, so they're going to have to they're going to have to unionize as well. If this happens, that could be involved as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. I think I think you're onto something because that's right. They did move couple of years ago from japan into america as their main headquarters uh so go figure uh, everborn saga are you there sir of course i am well, well let's go, go brother it. let's get let, 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 let's get this timeline let's let, let, let's get okay. the uh the gist of what you had to say when we were talking on the phone today regarding the uh the uh pre-trial event happening yesterday 
Yes, I, I'm going to talk about that, but I just, for context, for anybody listening, um, I, there's a, a few things that I, I wanted to chime in on. Um, firstly, um, with, with the whole union thing, I want to see, and these 300 work QA workers, those are great. What I'm looking to see is if the developers will sign on. And I know there are a lot of people that try to poo-poo the QA workers, like, oh, it, it doesn't matter that these workers are um, now, you know, vying for collective bargaining rights. Mm -hmm. But I do think there are, the industry relies heavily on uh, contract workers and hourly workers. So like when your project is done, you know, what do you do for work? And I think what I'm looking to see is if these 300 QA workers from Zenimax, are they a canary in the coal mine or are they a uh, useful tool to convince regulators that the, the deal could should go through? And my thinking on it, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic on it in that, and not because I think Microsoft is doing something altruistic, because in fact, uh, no company that is not designated a nonprofit company has altruistic intentions, right? They do it. It's 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 transactional, right? It's if this, then that. So if uh, as a result of Microsoft wanting to close this deal, they allow unions, I think that's a net positive and I'm in favor of it in that sense. But I'm not I'm I'm not uh, looking at, you know, for profit Microsoft to to save anybody. All right. That's out of the way. Now, I think this deal is done and closed by April. Right. And I'll tell you why. Uh, in in the next week or two, the CMA is going to come back with their provisional findings from their yeah. phase two investigation. Right. Um, once that happens, uh, Microsoft will have a chance um, to uh, alleviate their concerns and make offers for concessions if required based on their findings. Right now, uh, Microsoft will probably take about two weeks to come back to them if they haven't already worked that out, because I think I think they know where it's heading because they've been talking to them this whole time. And if you look at the documentation that the CMA has released, apart from Sony, everything they have released from market participants and from the public, the two entities that they're supposed to serve, right, market participants for competition and the and the public they're all in favor of it, right? Right. I don't think the CMA released that for no reason. I think that is an indication of which way that they are going to lean, meaning they are going to allow this deal to go through. Uh, maybe Microsoft has to sweeten the pot by saying, listen, we, you've done your investigation. You had the numbers. Now, now that you see the numbers, you see this going to go through and we're offering 10 years, that goes through. I think that the then... The EU comes around and they have until April 11th, but they can choose uh, earlier if Microsoft makes them an offer. And I think Microsoft is waiting to make them an offer until they see if they need to give the CMA anything. Right. So once they know what they have to give the CMA, they're going to offer the same to the EU. And the EU is likely going to take that. And now we're sometime in March. But all the while you're going to get the other um, the other jurisdictions making their decisions. So 
Uh, China is going to make their decision. New Zealand is going to make their decision. Uh, Risk it for the biscuit is going to go over to the regulators in Australia and tell them to hurry up. <laughs> right. And then and then um, those will come in sometime between the beginning and the end of March. And then the only one left will be the FTC. Microsoft will go to the FTC and say, here, this is what we're offering you. And I do think that at this stage, the FTC accepts, maybe they add one more thing and the FTC gets to walk away saying, look, we twisted big tech's arm. Nothing is going to get past us, even though Microsoft offers them the same thing that they're offering everyone else. And the reason... Um, Apparently, I'm debatch, and also I've heard that I say cow council from Wade Johnson. One anyway, besides the point, um, um, I think we are done by April 15th, right? I think mid April, this is all signed away with, and even if it is not, right? And I there's some there's one thing I did want to uh talk about in all the reporting. Microsoft is going to close in order to expedite this process. But if yep. you listened to the, um, if you actually listen and Destin Legary posted the audio, right? Because everyone, MLEX and everybody else and, and Tweet Town, they're giving you uh, uh, their approximation of what was said. If you go to Destin's channel uh, after this, you can see that. Um, he posted the audio so you can hear what they said. What they actually said, uh, Microsoft lawyers said, uh, if we receive these, we, we haven't been in substantial talks only because we're waiting for the, the, the UK and EU to see what we have to offer them. We are going to bring it back and we will move to close. But we fully expect uh, the FTC to sue in federal court to try to stop us if we try to close it. So it's not so much that they have no, I know they said that we have no intention at this time, but the little piece that people leave out when they take that quote is they said, um, that's because there's time. no need to at this moment, right? Mm -hmm. That's the piece they leave out. The FTC lawyer said the closing is not imminent but uh, they could go to court if they if they needed to. So it's not that they're completely not going or have no interest to go. It's just no point right now because um, the deal can't close without the CMA or 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 the the EC uh, approving it. That being said, um, the the real point here that everyone has talked about is that um, FTC counsel specifically said. Right. They said that they have been directed by the head of the FTC. That would be Lena Khan in this case. Right. To engage in good faith negotiations for a settlement. And they're open to uh, closing before litigation or during or any time during litigation. So this does not have to be dragged out there. And. They have both agreed to an expedited timeline, right? And this is the thing that to, to, and we were all talking about August, right? August is nothing to look at. The judge 
has agreed because the FTC and Microsoft have talked and they both said, we want to do this so we can get it done before the deadline. Everyone is on the same page of an expedited headline. So don't worry about the August 2nd date. Don't worry about, um, you know, closing over the deal and the FTC doing that. They're going to work it out. And really, the crux of this whole thing, as I've said this whole time, is going to be on the CMA. If this, and it seems like the CMA is, is, is leaning in the right direction. But if the, whatever concessions the CMA needs, those same concessions will be offered to the EC. And whatever that is offered to the CMA and the EC will be offered to the FTC. And this thing will, will, will close, I think, in time for us to get Diablo 4 in Game Pass when it launches. Day and date. Now, the Ooh, question that I That's a big is, call. That's a big call. I'm call, I'm saying it. I put I put I I I guarantee I put money on this one. <laughs> it's right, laying but, it on the table. It's on the table. But it is on the table. Uh no, the other thing that I, I um that 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 um I I wonder is what concessions do we think the CMA is gonna require? Because I think Microsoft agrees to anything that is not structural. And structural means they're going to have to break off a piece of it. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen though, because it's not necessary to do so. No, they, they're yeah. not going to have to like like what happened with Disney uh, when they acquired Fox; they had to sell a, a bunch of pieces off. That I that I don't think that's necessary for this deal at all. Yeah, because so so the the moral of the story, folks, is the the FTC may still file to block it. But what you have to remember with the CMA is the last communication that we've had publicly from the CMA is saying that the, the public is overwhelmingly in favor, right? Yeah. Exactly. And and that's exactly. the way I think they're going to lean, right? Mm -hmm. So so um, ultimately, the other big point here, it is not that they have um, no intention of filing right now. That's not the big news. There's no reason for the FTC to file in federal court right now. It is not that Microsoft is going to close over um, if you know once they have all the other approvals because Microsoft says we expect the FTC to sue and the FTC says uh, we we don't need to do that right now but if the situation should arise we we might right all of that is a bargaining tactic the important point here is that the judge has agreed to expedite this whole process and the FTC has been off that the lawyer at the FTC has been authorized to negotiate um, with Microsoft which that was not the case at least by everything they were saying before so I think this is going to get resolved amicably and everybody walks away looking like they got a win and Microsoft gets to continue uh, doing what they want to do, potentially acquiring more people in the future. I also, this is the other uh, knock-on effect, and I think this is interesting, and I don't want to bring this up at the end, but you know, you guys can talk about it later after we, after we go off the air. Um, what does this kick off when this deal inevitably goes through? This, I think this kicks off a round of consolidation that's going to be interesting, and I think that Sony does not take this lying down. And I know there's only so much they can do, right? Because they don't have Microsoft money. But I do think Sony 
has strategic targets that they're going to want to move on. And I think the entire industry is in a holding pattern on acquisitions to see how this goes through. If this goes through, that's the green light for everybody to start making moves. So I expect, so, and Sony knows how to make news, right? Don't sleep on them, right? So start thinking about uh, what things Sony could do that may end up hurting some people's feelings. And I don't think it's Square Enix. Square Enix is bleeding money. I don't think Sony wants to take that yeah, on. I think absolutely. Sony's going to do something more interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna second that. Square Enix is like is is buying the cow to get the milk. They're already getting the milk. <laughs> they don't need they don't need to. Yeah. And at this point, and even after that deal goes through, I think PlayStation can lean on Square Enix to get what they want out of them anyway. Um so I exactly. don't see Square Enix. That would be the funny thing. But I don't think I don't think anybody wants to buy. I don't think no. Square Enix wants to buy Square Enix, to be honest with you. Well, I mean Square no. Enix is looking to be bought. So yeah. they're looking to be bought and they could use somebody like Microsoft to fund them. So. It would be pretty hilarious if that was if that was the Japanese public that Microsoft went after and that would really I mean they uh, did before, right? They were literally this close to buying them. They were this yeah. close to buying them. Can, so, I, can I throw something uh, just into the conversation here? It's a little bit left field, but if you don't mind, Boom, if that's cool. Sure. Uh, Punty, Punty, I've kind of been having a back and forth conversation with Punty in the chat there. Um, and he said that Microsoft or Xbox would not have behaved like this were the shoe on the other foot. And what I said to him was that Microsoft can't behave um, like Sony did, they they can't do it. And he asked yeah. me why. And so Ponty, uh, and if you guys disagree, because they're twenty me. times yeah. the size of Sony, you can't yeah. make those bully exactly. moves. Yeah. Microsoft has been since nineteen ninety nine. This is twenty years now when they tried right. to get broken up, and they actually did the 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 FTC at that time or the DOJ at that time was successful they got an order that said microsoft had to be broken up but then microsoft appealed it and it ended up not happening but they were they did have their hands tied and this is what led to google entering the market in the way they have which probably led to facebook and and, and all these other things so it's not necessarily bad but Microsoft has been skating through regulators because they actually have a monopoly in Windows. They actually have a monopoly in, um, and monopolies aren't illegal. It's only when you misuse it, uh, your, your monopoly power, right? Yeah. And a lot of people don't really understand that, but then they'll go and pay like a Con Ed bill. Um, <laughs> but uh, boom, you're from New York. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, I sure do. So, so the thing is, um, it's not, it's Microsoft cannot be as uh, aggressive as we may want. And, them and to I be. don't think they would want to be either. Right. Because look, if they play like Amazon, then they become like the, you know, the, the, the bad person from the government perspective, from the union perspective, it's like for everybody's perspective. Right. So they want to try to play nice. That's what they've been trying to do. So I think it, you're, you're perfectly, yeah, that's exactly right. They can't do it. They just can't. Right. People want them to act the way Sony does. You can't, they, you they can't be can't. like that. Yeah, they can't, I, I, they can't exactly. go strong and, arm because they will get called out. And, and they've already got, they've already got enough eyes on them, and the optics yeah. would be bad. And not only yep. that, looking Microsoft are protecting their future exactly. by behaving the way that they behave. I mean, you look at the yep. filings, you look at the responses right. from Microsoft, and then look at the responses from ABK. I love the uh, ABK responded. <laughs> they responded like that because they could. 
Exactly. Microsoft did not respond the way that we all wanted them to because they can't. They're going to think of the future. They're going to think hey, of what's exactly. next. You, exactly. you, know what that, you know what that reminds me of? You guys know Key and Peele where they had uh, Barack Obama and Luther, the anger <laughs> translation, the anger <laughs> translator. Like ABK is Luther to, to Microsoft <laughs> Obama. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so, and, 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 this and this is the thing though, um, you know, my question is, does that fire from ABK continue once they're a part of Microsoft? No, no, it, it, it can't. If, if they're seen um, as a Microsoft subsidiary, they, it can't. They cannot. And, and they, it wouldn't be ABK's lawyers d doing that job. That's right. Microsoft's be Microsoft lawyers. Yeah, it would be Microsoft so. to have enough. But listen, yeah. um, one last thing I want to so, say before, before we end this thing, uh, Boom. The other yeah. thing is, Microsoft, and this is under Satya Nadella, this is his edict, right? Mm -hmm. He wants to use the carrot instead of the stick. Yep. Now, what does yep. that mean? Uh, it means you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. I'm, I, I, does actually, it mean that you offer games that don't deliver them? I'm sorry? <laughs> I said, does it mean that you offer games and don't deliver them? Don't worry about that. 2023 <laughs> is when it comes in. Uh, no, but my, the point that I'm making is... Um, what their strategy is is not to behave like Sony, whereas you get the market share and then you force everybody to do what you want. You make it attractive enough for everyone to yeah. uh, want to want to come to you. Right. You set open standards, let other people also play with whatever you're doing, right? So that way it's it's open to everybody to do whatever they want, right? So and that's been Microsoft's strategy. Right. Whatever they create, hey, you can use it too. Come and take our technology and Use it for your stuff. We're, we're happy to, to have you on our systems, our servers, our Azure, or whatever. Right, that's what they do. Well, yeah, well look, I, I, I think that's the right way to be. Honestly, yeah. I, I think that, you know, inviting... Yeah, that's uh, they, they, they push, uh, you know, uh, having more people be a part of them rather than pushing... They're not into the exclusivity thing. They're inclusive. That's why I like... That's why I really like Microsoft is because of what they push. Uh, real quick, I have. we're going to get to the outros. Uh, Sony's uh, CES wrapped up with Jim Ryan. He ends the gaming. Yeah, he ends. He, he uh, thirty million consoles have been sold for the yep. PlayStation Five, which is huge. Um, and he ends the gaming segment with titles to look forward to later in the year for twenty twenty three. And what he put out there was Hogwarts, Final Fantasy sixteen, and the only first party was Spider Man two. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sorry. That's okay. that's 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 what he ended. Uh, yeah, the, the for, for now, I just want to say for now. Yeah. I, we don't, I, I, they're I, still playing this game. Yeah. Remember, so, they is, still need ammo to control the narrative when the deal inevitably goes. Yes. Through, yes. Right. Yep. They are going yep. to show us many things because the whole industry is going to be talking about Sony is fucked. Sorry for the language. But they're going to say Sony's F, and then Sony is going to be right there with the bullets in the yeah, chamber exactly. to say, oh, yeah? Boom, you know, you boom, know what the new narrative boom. is going to be, and I'll be out there on Twitter just, just to wind people up. PlayStation got no games. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Love that's going to happen, but we'll Listen, see. <laughs> well, it's only time it's going to tell, but this has been a solid, solid <laughs> two hours of great talk with great guests. Great 450-plus people showed up today. Let's get to the outros. Steel Rain, sell your brand, brother. It's not 1K in 2023. No. It's 3K, yes, brother. Yes, so let's yes. talk about it. You guys are 
uh, give or take subs. You need 300 to get you oh, to the 1K. Yeah. I told you, and I'm gonna tell. I told Pong, I'm gonna throw both you, you uh, these, these grown <laughs> men on my back, oh, and I'm gonna walk you across the finish line because that's what Boom does. Talk about it. Where can people check out Living Split Screen Saturday mornings, Eastern Standard Time at 10 a.m. You Pong Soul four hour shows. Talk about it, brother. Yes. Say your brand. Yeah, boom, man. It was a beautiful show, man. We had Magda dropped in here. I saw he had to drop out and everything. So hopefully uh, we can get a little bit of his, his outro. Please go follow the Magda. Amazing guy, uh, especially on Twitter, man. But other than that, boom, it's always greatly appreciated when you ask me to be on. Um, and again, you've handed me the keys to the back door. And anytime I can come in and make a sandwich and sit down at the table within the kingdom of boom, um, I'm forever grateful for that. So, but. Like Boom mentioned, I am one of the hosts for a non-console-centric platform known as Living Split Screen. Talk about everything going on with the gaming industry with a lot of personal flair. Again, like I started the show, live, raw, and uncut opinions. Taking that RTS approach, again, that's pulling yourself out of the world, looking at the darker crevices of the map, pulling those resources together so we can build up that foundation to reach those 3 billion potential gamers that Phil Spencer always talks about. And yeah, I mean, we go four hours strong. We It's never intentional. Uh, but for whatever reason, it works between me and Pong. And, yeah, um, the road is on 3K. Hopefully we can hit that again. It's all about consistency so um, and more content. So that's the biggest piece. Um, I am grateful for every, all the gentlemen here. Guys, you are, are amazing people within the community. Um, as we continue to build out, guys, continue just being yourself. I can't stress that enough to anybody out there. Know what you stand for, not only as a gamer, um, but as an individual. And uh, be, feel free to express your opinion. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Hargeet Chani, brother, talk about Game On Daily, which right now as we speak, there's some sauce videos being taped. I saw some of the pre the the you know the the the, the pre-production stuff. I know I saw a conversation talk about feed, make sure you feed the staff. And he, of course, he's like, yeah, we, of course we feed the staff. We give them salts. <laughs> <laughs> of course. It, yeah. So GameOnDaily.com uh, and uh, YouTube.com slash GameOnDaily. Uh, yeah. Look forward to the next sauce video. I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I tried uh, to get Gaz on. He said, listen, I can't. Boom, we're, we're taping the next uh, sauce video. I said, okay, yeah. no problem. We'll see you next guy's time. guy's always doing stuff, man. It's just crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, well, listen, Hargeet, uh, glad to have you here tonight. Glad to have you a part of the panel each and every week. Love the uh, the knowledge that you bring. Sorry you had to go back to work and not be retired like Boomstick over here. Uh, but I'm not technically retired because I do do five live streams per exactly. week. So I'm not, not really retired, but uh, <laughs> great to have you here. Uh, risk it for the biscuit, brother. Sell your brand. Talk about the Xbox Infinite podcast on Friday evenings. And uh, like I said, I know I talked with uh, Umber, who's in the chat right now. I know you guys are going through a legal battles because, you know, you use his name and it's Infinite Umbra and it's Xbox <laughs> Infinite Podcast. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, hopefully you guys can come to some sort of uh, deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He never had that name. He stole it from us. Uh, and that's the ongoing battle. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, look, we're, uh, we, are, we go live 7 p.m. Uh, EST on Fridays. Uh, come check us out. Uh, Umbra. Myself, Doom Cutie, uh, Jedi Knight Peter. Uh, we just usually chop up whatever's going through the week. We are Xbox-centric. However, we do talk about absolutely everything. Um, and look, if you see me on Twitter, that's just me winding up the other side. I love doing that, so don't take that too seriously. You have um, two big guests this week, brother. Talk about it. 
We do, we do. Yeah. We have uh, KY Bob and we got J-Rock coming through as well. Nice. That's nice. been a long time in the making. J-Rock's a hard man to get a hold of. i definitely tell you that. Um, so yeah, head over this uh, this Friday and check us out. And I'll leave a link in the chat there. Nice. And boom, thanks for having me on the show. It's been awesome uh, talking to all you guys and talking about this. I love it. I mean, everyone says they're getting sick of this subject, but I love it, man. It's, it's, I don't uh, mean, I, I, it's, I, I'm fast. it's fascinating yeah. to me because it is the biggest. I mean, again, for someone like myself, I've been gaming since 1978. I, I'm very, very privileged, folks, to have seen time. games go from sticks and dots to nearly lifelike, not being able to tell the difference. So I, I'm incredibly fortunate. And in regards to the ABK deal, it's not because I'm an ex-bot. I'm, I, I look at this from the consumer's point of view, and I look at this from the lens of someone who uh, had a union protecting me. So yes, ABK, you know, I understand Call of Duty and, and all of the studios. And all of that is very interesting to me as a gamer. But as a human being, the aspect, the human aspect that I love bringing into the conversation are unions coming to gaming. You know, mm -hmm. people like myself being a part of the conversation who have limited funds for being a retired guy, Game Pass is going to get better. Uh, and they're going to offer it in more places for me to, to play wherever I want. Those are important to the conversation. That's why I find this absolutely fascinating. But Everborn, sell your brand, brother. This is going to be a big year for the Everborn saga. Talk about your $60 package that's available. And where? Uh, what else do you got going on with the Everborn saga? Uh, yeah, it's uh, we, are, we are putting all of the books together. Um, it's, it's, um, it's actually $50 for all the oh, books. Oh, it's 50 bucks. Okay. Uh, but that will get you the entire Everborn saga up to date. And we have four projects in production right now. We are halfway done with Ariel's adventure chapter two. We are, um, uh, also halfway done on a new series called the remnant, which is going to be over a hundred pages long. Nice. Uh, we have uh, Prince of Arcadia chapter five coming later in the year. Um, and we are hoping to get, uh, the Redlands game out. Uh, oh, mm. also, uh, the Redlands chapter two will be coming out at the very end of the year as well. So, uh, many things happening, uh, and just stay tuned and go to everbornsaga.com and Everborn Saga on Twitter and Everborn Saga on YouTube and Everborn Saga on Facebook and Everborn Saga on Instagram and TikTok and follow me in all those places. But again... I promise you will be blown away if you go to everbornsaga.com right now. Uh, and uh, the best is yet to come. Yeah. And, Congratulations uh, to Kay Asante as well with you guys on your channel uh, hitting 1,000 subs. Yes, man. That was right awesome before the hit. new year. Right before the new year. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, he, is, he is on vacation with the fam now. Yep. I think we are going to be back on January 17th-ish. So mm -hmm. not this Saturday, but the, the following Saturday. If I have that correctly, it might be yeah, the 13th. I'm pretty sure that's correct. Yeah. Uh, or, the, or the 14th. Sorry, the 14th. January 14th, we are back with the first Gaming Circle podcast of the year. I don't even know who the guest is going to be yet. Uh, it might just be us because we got so much to catch up on. But uh, we'll see, man. We will see. Uh, yes. Everyone's well, we'll definitely We'll definitely Hell see yeah. you back here next week for sure. We'll see you uh, on the Gaming Circle podcast. But ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for Primetime Gaming for this Wednesday evening. Tomorrow at 12 p.m., I'm sitting down with uh, Retri from Game Pass underscore Daily. We're going to be talking about the union situation that was just announced uh, for the workers uh, or the, the, the QA testers um, um, at um, Zenimax. 
We're going to be talking about some of the stuff that went down at CES this evening. That's tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's a solid 90 minutes of great talk. Hopefully, we'll see you back there. Uh, and, of course, I'm going to close out. A big shout-out to all the Super Chats. Thank you. There was one I did miss. Let me make sure I get that. Yeah, uh, it came the way of um, Sotnist. Drops a very generous $2 Super Chat and says, Union busting will make game the game's news cycle a war zone. I don't think – I think once it's in, it's in. I don't think you're going to see any kind of union busting, especially at Microsoft uh, with their uh, – you know, with the way that they're – you know, they, they've taken, a, you know, hands off. Hey, make unions. We're okay with it. Uh, I can't say that. Uh, it, it, that's something you might see at Sony. I'm going to be honest with you. Sony does not want unions, and I think that's one of the biggest uh, – it may not be the front uh, part of the conversation for Sony – uh, it, but it, it's certainly a conversation that you know we've heard. Rescue from the Biscuit actually said it that there has been a lot of reports out of Sony's um, developers with Crunch. Um, Naughty Dog is notorious for that. Um, so who knows what's going to happen? But I think it's ultimately going to be great for uh, the people, the human beings that actually make these games. I think them having rights is incredibly important. But I want to close out the show, folks, with something that's important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. (laughs) 